on your door, but I just I didn't want to. If it wasn't you, I was just gonna be like, oh man, I'm bothering this person. You said you 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 just said you feel like you knocked too softly. No, no, no. I think you knocked right because most people like when they knock, it's like boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. And I'm like, there's that joke. You know why are you the police? Why are you knocking like that? Like, mm-hmm. no, you yours was kind of timid. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It was, <laughs> your knock, your knock was like, hey, is this the person that's supposed to I'm supposed to meet? Yeah. That is, that was exactly the knock. It's like, hey, is anybody here? <laughs> Dude, I didn't know what I was going to do if it was somebody else. <laughs> I can tell from the knock. That's crazy. Because if it was somebody you knew, you'd be like, boom, 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 boom. Like, they yeah. would know it's you, that yeah. you were coming, right? You'd add a little rhythm to it, yeah. but mine was or, just... Or you just walk in, if that's how you are, you know? you just like, hey, you're just your friends or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, that's so funny. That was exactly the knock that was, hey, is somebody in there? Are yeah. you, is there you, Joe? I already went to like three other houses, man. It's got to be the one. Yeah, I was about to just be outside screaming, <laughs> Joe! <laughs> Joe! <laughs> oh, shit, man. It, it, like, you're lucky that you're at Montrose. Well, here's the thing. if you're Because you're in Montrose and you start yelling outside, the cops would be called. But if we were in like in the Southwest, nobody would do shit. They would be like, "Oh, just another crazy guy calling out Joe for some reason." Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. Oh, it's a Saturday afternoon again. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it was for me back in the <laughs> Just seeing like crackheads and shit just walking around. It's like, okay, cool. Just yeah. another Tuesday. Just that was normal. Yeah. Dude. Oh my god. Yeah, moving to Montrose is kind of like changed me a little bit because like from the first moment I moved over here, it was like two almost three years ago. I was kind of like anxious walking around because like I'm brown and there were mostly white people around here. So I was like, if anything happens, I'm going to jail. Like that was my first immediate thought moving from like a leaf to over here. And then now I'm more accustomed. I'm, I'm, I can walk around by myself now. You know, if there's white women, I cross the street. <laughs> I'm not going to get caught with no case. God damn it. <laughs> At all. Like, yeah. Or anybody, not, not even white women, just anybody I cross the street, you know, even Hispanics. I'm just like, no, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> I'm saying about like 15 feet away from this person. <laughs> <laughs> What's your rule? What's your general like stay away from like a stranger rule? Uh, like, what do you mean? Like, uh, like, like to not have them out or something? Yeah, to not creep them out. Uh, I don't know, dude. I remember I was walking behind somebody, uh, for like two blocks one time. I didn't know them. And I was like, maybe I should like slow my pace down a little bit. I've done that before. Yeah. Not feels, two blocks, feels, but I've, I've walked behind somebody yeah. for a minute. It feels weird. It feels weird as fuck. Cause it's like, of course it feels yeah, weird because like, they don't know. <laughs> They don't know what, what's going on. Yeah. They're just like living their life, and you're behind them. I'm like, I could do something yeah. if I wanted to. Right. No, when it when it happens to me, when it's the like other way around, uh, I'm like, I'm like making it obvious. I'm like, I see you, dude. I fucking see you. Like, I'm just looking over my shoulder the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know you're there. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm the same way too. I always like look back or something. I'm just like, uh, uh. and then uh, a couple times, if I'm really really high, I'll do the whole turnaround and walk backwards, going like, okay. <laughs> All right, and then turn back around. Yeah, yeah, like or pretend there's like something interesting happening, like in the sky behind you. Though, like. Yeah. <laughs> or you could get yeah. your phone out and act like you're following GPS, and they're like fucked up. So you're like, oh, and you turn around, and yeah. you're like, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of things you could do in this situation. You could pretend you're talking on the phone, like yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'll see you right now. Yeah, yeah. Like like no, I, I got friends, dude. If something <laughs> bad happens. You no. Know, <laughs> I know people. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, the one thing I've done sometimes is like uh, when I get like really, really high, my filter 
cuts off. So I'll talk out loud to myself and forget that I'm in public. Sometimes I got to be like, okay, I'm high, I'm in public, I'm high, I'm in public, I'm high. But when it comes to the moments where I am talking, I put my AirPods on. So that way people think I'm having a conversation with somebody, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like, I, I like that trick. Because, yeah. like, when people look at me, and they like, if they, I've, I've done it without the AirPods and with the AirPods. Without the AirPods, they think I'm crazy. With the AirPods, they're like, oh, okay, he's just, he just, okay, he's talking to this Joe guy for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I feel like that never stops being weird for me, though. Like, uh, using, like, like just talking with AirPods on. I'm just like, who does, who does this guy think he is? Weird. Just- <laughs> if, if you're doing it, uh, if you're talking to somebody and you have your AirPods on, asshole. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Jerk. Yeah. Jerk automatically. Yeah. Because, like, I've done it, too, though. I'm not going to lie. I've done it, too, where I've had them on, and then they said, I'm like, huh? And I take one out, and they say it. I put it back in, and I think to myself, I'm such a dick right yeah. now. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Dude, I would see that a lot. I used to work at the art museum. I was a security guard there. So, pretty much, I was just, you know, just a talking piece of furniture. Uh, and uh, I would see people on dates, like, all the time. And usually, I would see dudes with, like, a, at least an AirPod in or, like, one headphone yeah. in on a date probably the first date i was just like how do you i don't know dude i hate you like i want to i want to hear what the museum maybe, sounds maybe like. he's getting like messages from his friend on the other side just telling like yeah. okay hold her hand yeah all right walk straight oh don't go too far okay okay yeah. just look at her lovingly yeah <laughs> stop smiling you gotta play it cool <laughs> she has to think you're mysterious right? <laughs> But yeah, no, I would see that a lot, and I'm just like, man, I can't, I, I could barely pay attention to one thing at, you know, at, at once. This guy's over here probably listening to a podcast. Like, oh like my a, god, you know, talking to that's this how chick. boring she is. Mm. <laughs> he, I'm pretty sure he put it in the middle of the date too. He put yeah. it on. He was just like, what are you doing? Oh yeah, just I'm, I'm just checking something. Yeah, and it just <laughs> throw the rest of the night. <laughs> god damn. It would be fucked up, too. Did you know that uh, the Nile was the longest river in Egypt? Oh, how did you know? No, it just popped up yeah. <laughs> on the podcast right now. God. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's a good way to, I guess, entertain yourself and take in information. I mean, I like podcasts. Do you listen to podcasts? Yeah, yeah, I listen to podcasts. Yeah, you're on a podcast right now. And yeah. I, I want you to know that. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. I hate podcasts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand them. <laughs> People just talking. <laughs> With words. Yeah. <laughs> giving opinions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, this is cool. I mean, podcasts kind of feel like a, just kind of feels like a way to hang out. And uh-huh. like record the conversation, it yeah. Just, it just feels like it just feels like a hangout. Some of them are like, like the podcasts that I like the most are the ones that feel like the most comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like you're just having a conversation, like we are right now, and just going with it. Yeah. I mean, there are those podcasts that have scripts or have games or certain little things and then different skits or sketches or whatever. Like I, I appreciate those too, but like I just. I don't have the equipment for all that <laughs> or yeah. all the stuff. And yeah. Or the team. If I had a team, I'd be, we wouldn't, I wouldn't even have a regular podcast. This is what I would do every five minutes. It's, it's going to be like a Japanese game show, but audio only. So you go, people <laughs> hear people just screaming, ah! <laughs> <laughs> just blurt out oh! genitals. <laughs> 
Do you remember that show? Uh, it used to come out on Spike TV. It was called uh, like MXC, I think. Yeah. Do you remember that? Don't Dude. get eliminated. Yeah. Oh my god, I would. Lo- I loved watching yeah. that show because uh, it was on Spike TV, uh-huh. and uh, they dubbed over like the show with American voice, American like actors or whatever, and like they were cracking jokes and. Oh man, it was hilarious. Yeah, no, it was super good. Uh, and I would only stay up that late because I think sometimes, uh, uh, you know, there'd be like ads for like, you know, I was a fucking little kid just finding out about boobs. I was like 10. <laughs> and I was like, dude, there might be a Girls Gone Wild commercial. Now, you know, was another show on that? The Man Show. Yeah. That was yeah, one where yeah, guys yeah. were just like, boobs, yeah. <laughs> beer, yeah. trucks. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was nothing Neat. but that yeah like it was very manly it was very manly yeah. but like i i appreciated those shows for what they were too i mean it was fun it was different it was interesting i mean back in the day like i used hey, did you used to watch adult swim yeah 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 okay. I, I still like tsunami and all that yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah. so that was one of my favorite things like tsunami mm-hmm. and uh, i was first introduced to like anime japanese anime through adult swim yeah, oh, no no tsunami through tsunami saturdays at like around eight or nine, somewhere around that time, that a t- certain time slot, and DBZ w- was on there. I remember that. I remember Naruto, uh, Bleach. Bleach is a good show. One Piece. You know all these cool animes that are super popular now, mm-hmm. or first introduced to us as Americans back in the day. Well, the fi- how I saw it, that's how I was introduced to it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember the one of the first times. Uh, so I used to just watch Cartoon Network all the time. And I remember one time I got home from, like, I guess a family party. I was a little kid. And I turned on the TV to go to Cartoon Network, and it was actually Adult Swim. It was playing that show, uh, Home Movies. I don't know if you remember oh, that. Oh, Home Movies. Yeah. yeah. It was playing that. And I was like, what the fuck? This is in uh, this is in Looney Tunes or whatever they would play late at night on Cartoon Network. And then through that, <laughs> I started watching, like, you know, anime, like Yu Yu Hakusho. Yes. Like, that was, like, the first time I saw that. Um, fucking blew my mind. I was like, it looks like Dragon Ball Z stuff, but it's not. You know, it was, yeah. Anyway, it was uh, that was my introduction to to that stuff. Just late night TV. I remember Yu Yu Hakusho. Who's uh, that guy? The the second character. He had uh, tall orange hair. Kuwabara. Yeah, Kuwabara. You're going crazy. You're yeah. messy. Like I, I would always like hear yeah. his voice. And that's pretty good. Yeah, that kind of that sounded like him. Yeah, the, uh, I, I, I used to watch it a lot. Yeah, dude, I rewatched it recently, and there's like a the first episode. The main character gets run over, and fucking goes to heaven, and he's like hovering over. He's seeing how his absence affected everyone. Uh, and Cool Bar was like his enemy, and he's like crying at his funeral, like saying, "Like I needed you, you know." Like I, he needed an enemy, and I was just like, "Damn, that's that's deep right there." That's fucked up. Yeah, man. he yeah. can't live his life without being a fucking antagonizer. <laughs> yeah, I guess it made him a better person <laughs> somehow. <I> don't... <laughs> it gave him a purpose. To be worse, yeah. <laughs> we'd be an asshole every I day. Mean, it's true. Everybody, we all need a dick every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Not all the time, but like a, a funny dick. That's that's the that's the way to be. If you're yeah. gonna be a dick, also be funny. Yeah, and big. And big, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or big, or big. Either, yeah. Because I'm not going to fight no big ass yeah, dude. He's yeah. just going to bully me. I'm just going to let him do it. It's yeah. <laughs> a fucking six foot nine, yeah. just like it's bulky fucking biker dude. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, something about big, big men in leather vests really scares me. 
Especially Digital. if they got like assless chaps. That yeah. that's I know. Oh, that does it right there, dude. You yeah. know they're tough as nails. <laughs> <laughs> this is the salty yeah. spittoon. How, how how tough are you? I wear assless chaps. Oh, come on in, sir. Come on yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. That was the that was the password. <laughs> <laughs> or the code word, whatever. All right. So this is, was weird, but I guess I'm gonna introduce you now. So welcome to the podcast on Profoundly Chill. I'm your host, Joe Navarro. Introducing, I, I love this dude a lot. He's hilarious. I met him when he first started comedy, and he's he's been doing it for a minute, a little over a year, but let me introduce him now. Danny Guerrero. Hey, thanks for having me, Joe. Appreciate it, man. We just talked for what felt like 30 minutes about TV, and uh, is this where that starts, or are you keeping all that? Like I said, I wish I had a script, but yeah. it, just, <laughs> it goes how yeah. it goes. You know, some, sometimes I don't even introduce the guest. That's mm-hmm. how like crazy it is. <laughs> it's either I'm too high yeah. or I'm having such a great time with them that I forget. Mm-hmm. But I am trying to be like better at things, you know, be more professional a little bit. Yeah. So I was just like, I got to intro- I got to make an intro somewhere. Mm-hmm. So that little first part or whatever that I'll keep it in there. Yeah. That'll be like the start of the episode, just people people be like, oh, okay, so they're having an actual conversation, Mm -hmm. yeah. No, but like, uh, how long have you been doing doing stand-up? Like a year and like nine or ten months, like seriously, where I'm like going out every night and stuff, or mostly every night. I would say maybe I just don't go out like almost Saturdays. Yeah. When's your, uh, I guess... The anniversary. Anniversary. God damn, how did uh, I forget anniversary? I, I was about to say ceremony, and yeah. I was like, what kind of ceremony yeah, are we doing? <laughs> how long ago did yeah. you start dying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I've been in a relationship. I haven't been in a relationship in a while, and that's how you know I can't remember anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> Even when you're, in, when you're in a relationship, it's hard to remember. Even, yeah, no, no, no. But I would be that boyfriend. Uh, it was just I wouldn't remember shit. Yeah. And I would get yelled at all the time. Oh, oh no, I, yeah. It's, uh, so when's your anniversary? Of mine. Uh, in April. April. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I did this uh uh I really wasn't like doing comedy too often. Then I did this like jujitsu match, like a it was like for this, you know, uh like a big production kind of thing, like they give you like theme music and you walk in and it's all pretty fucking cool. Um but I lost. I lost this match and I was just like, I wanna I wanna I wanna also put my energy into like other what stuff. What weight were you fighting in? Uh one forty five. 145? Yeah. Okay. What I've do you fat So you know jujitsu? What else? Uh, that's it. That's it. That's, that's all I pretty much do. Okay, yeah. I mean, I would, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I would go to like some of the MMA classes. Like a couple, that was like a while back though, probably like two years ago, but mostly just like grappling stuff now. And even then, like, I don't really do it as often, uh, just cause I've, I'm just like so obsessed with like comedy right now. I just, well, what got you started in jujitsu? Uh, this guy I used to work with at the art museum. He's a brown belt. So he's, Pretty much a black belt. He just, you know, never, I guess, went back to do that. But anyway, he, he, uh, he was just cool as hell. He was like this cool, like super smart dude, surfer guy. And uh, he told me he was training at this gym. Told me the name. Um, he's like, yeah, man, just go check it out. They'll give you like a free week. And then uh-huh. I was just kind of hooked on that, dude. It was, it was just fun. It was addicting as hell. Just like trying to learn something, fucking piece together that puzzle. Yeah, that was, like, life for a while, dude. I was, like, doing that pretty often. Really? Mm-hmm. So, 
Well, you, so you said you got hooked. What got you hooked? Just uh, being physical, uh, trying to figure out like new moves. Like, wh- what about it did you like the most? Man, everything about it. I mean, like the community, the people that you meet. Like, it's it's just crazy. You just run into like all types of people. Like, you know, you usually don't talk to a police officer unless you're getting pulled over. Uh, but there, you'd actually have like a conversation with a cop or uh-huh. a firefighter or a doctor or whatever it is. So it's all these people that you just normally wouldn't have normal conversations with, that you wouldn't bump into them anywhere else but this place. So just the community, fucking just trying to get better, like sucking less at something you would see that. Like you you show up for a week, you're like, all right, well, uh, I guess I'm learning some stuff. I'm learning how to survive. And then you just suck a little less at something. Just, I guess, the progress. Progress, yeah. Getting, mastering something that you like uh, mm-hmm. and it's this martial art you know it's yeah brazilian jiu-jitsu is cool i want to do it i did taekwondo when i was younger mm-hmm. but like i i've always wanted to do brazilian jiu-jitsu because like i have uh my uncle is in the army he's an instructor and he instructs uh you know soldiers and and teaches them he's a drill instructor so you know he's getting them ready boot camp all that stuff and he really got into mma when i was younger and every time I would go over to my grandma's house for like Thanksgiving or Christmas, he would try to wrestle my ass, <laughs> like with jujitsu moves and all that. Yeah, he got me into a arm bar once. He gave, <laughs> put me in a triangle hold. I was like, God damn it! How am I letting this forty-year-old man beat my ass? And this is like, I was like maybe ten or twelve at the time. So of course he overpowered me. But he would always uh, show us some pride fights too. Oh yeah. Oh my God! It was like. I got hooked on that shit when I was younger. I was just watching MMA, UFC, all that shit. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's uh Yeah, it's super cool. I feel like you should you should definitely try it out. I mean, like most places have like free trials and uh you you seem like a natural. I saw you throw <laughs> one of our friends after a show. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, one of the funniest things I've seen. Yeah. But uh yeah, dude, I was like, uh, Joe Joe could fucking throw somebody if he wanted to. <laughs> At any point, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 6'9", bulky guy with a leather vest. Watch out, yeah. okay? On the inside. Yeah. And boots. <laughs> <laughs> and they got spurs on them. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, I like I like uh, martial arts. Uh, I, I used to love karate, too. Back, back in the day, uh, I used to love Bruce Lee, Jet Lee. You know Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan was always my favorite because it was always funny. Yeah, like man, the way the way they chore- choreographed everything and it's amazing. Oh my god, it's amazing. I was just watching. Um, <clears throat> this thing came up in my suggested uh, suggested stuff on YouTube. It was like a some of Jackie Chan's like best uh, like on screen fights or whatever. Uh-huh. And I never really appreciated it for what it was until like now. I'm just like, no, that shit was like way ahead of its time. He was like doing. Uh, uh, his own stunts it like seemed realistic kind of because he was he wasn't just always winning the fight he was like getting his ass kicked and it yeah. looked like you know a, a legitimate choreographed fight and yeah dude i fuck yeah dude i remember uh i think what made me want to even be interested in martial arts was uh you ever seen ungbok ungbok yeah that uh it's about the the muay thai guy tony jaw you know i know tony jaw yeah. I, I haven't seen uh, no. oh dude that movie is so crazy. I forgot when it came out. I would say, I would guess around like 2005 or something. Uh, but he was also doing like a similar thing where it was like all his own stunts. It just looked fucking badass. It just looked so cool. I was like, man, I want to, 
I want to do. I still want to do like that. that now. Dog. Yeah. If we talk real talk, I've been looking up like martial arts, like moves and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. actual pictures that show you like exactly how to throw the move. I'm gonna learn karate or Jeet Kune Do, mm-hmm. created by Bruce Lee, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna try to like be a stunt guy or something because. That'd be sick. Oh, that'd be a great life. Yeah. If I if I do a movie one day, I'm doing my own stunts. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm going Tom Cruise style. I'm doing everything myself. Yeah. And exactly like Tom Cruise. If you tell me I can't do it, fired. I'll yeah. get somebody who tells me I can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, he's crazy. He's yeah, fucking, he's, oh my God, he's, he's a Scientologist. I mean, of course. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all you need to know right that's there, it, really. Man. No, it trips me out too, cause like those, all the stunts that uh, those actors do are crazy, especially in like Jason Statham, another yeah. one, you know, mm-hmm. crazy fucking things. I was watching uh, the recent 007s with Daniel Craig. Yeah, like I was, uh, I was watching like most of the 007s already. Like I started from like Sean Connery, you know, uh, Pierce Brosnan, like all these other guys, and then I got to Daniel Craig, and it seemed like. The hardest thing about being 007 now is the stunts that you have to do. Yeah. And, like, because you have to up it. You have to up it. Whoever is the next 007 now has to do something totally different, incredible, like, spectacular over what Daniel Craig did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure there's, like, a... I feel like I haven't seen most of the the Daniel Craig, uh, James Bond movies. Have you seen any of them? Yeah, yeah. I've seen, uh, I think... What was the first one that he did? Casino Royale. I think that's the one that I saw. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, watching it because I was like a big like 007 fan just from the game Goldeneye. Well, in in that movie, uh, he gets like uh, caught by the bad guy. They take him into the, the, this dark, dank room or whatever. I think it's in the side of submarine. But like, and in the dude, he's naked. Daniel Craig is naked and. His balls are right here. There's like an opening. His balls are down, and then mm-hmm. this guy cracks a whip, and it, and he's like, oh, oh, shit, that's the one. Oh, I don't even remember that man. scene. I don't remember that, dude. Oh yeah, I, you gotta I go back and watch it. Remember it now. You gotta go that's back and watch crazy. it. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I'm just imagining. That's what that, I'm saying. Dude. The next guy who does that, they gotta take a dick in their ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go like Pulp Fiction. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you so, gotta go further. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah th- no, those games were uh, fun as fuck, dude. Those games were uh, Goldeneye I mean, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like that one is probably the most popular one. Yeah, I tried replaying it, and I'm like, these games suck now. The graphics but- <laughs> are like, <laughs> but these things age terribly. <laughs> I went back. I was like, how the fuck was I so good at this? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? I was trying to play it. I'm like. I don't even know how to aim this thing, no. dude. And why is a 64 controller like that? Why is it? You know what? Because it was brand new to us when it first came out. Yeah. You know? And when it's when something's new, you just want to learn all about it and just get with it. But then computers got better, you know, internet, uh, internet gaming, all that stuff. And yeah. you're just like, man, we had, a, we had a good back then, but God damn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the things we were impressed by back then was crazy, just like... Oh, this one like can save like without a memory card, <laughs> like like things like that were like crazy. Or even uh, the sixty four had like that. I think it was like a memory card on the controller. I don't uh-huh. know. If you, do you remember that? 
The 64 or, or, no, had a, a memory called, card on the controller. No, I'm sorry. It was a, a rumble pack. Yeah, the I rumble said, pack. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't a memory card. I was, I was, we we could only afford the N sixty four. We could not afford the Rumble Pack. Yeah. I've never tried it before. So yeah, I mean, like uh, I would play with like some friends or family that would have the Rumble Pack. I never had it though, but just like little things like that yeah. were like fucking mind blowing at the time. It just tripped me out. Like uh, I don't know if you've seen these accessories for like the Game Boys that they yeah. had, like yeah. the light, the, light. the yeah. magnifying glass, uh-huh. you know, the battery pack and all this stuff. It's just like yeah, that's how it was back then. Yeah, dude, struggling. Yeah. I remember. Being uh, in the dark, uh, like playing in the dark and stuff like that, and then you hear somebody, you hear some footsteps in your door, and then you yeah. hit the door like, eh, and you're like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> you got a like, fake like you're yeah, sleeping. You pretend you're twitching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you could feel that person, like your mom or your dad, just staring at you the whole yeah. time. Like, you could feel their eyes like hit you while you're down there going yeah. like, I'm asleep, I'm asleep, I'm asleep. Let me, let me go back, go back. Then you hear the door close, and you're like, yes, yeah, get back on it. Now that I'm older, I wonder how many times that was actually my parents watching me. You know what I mean? Like, now I'm just like... Cause now yeah, because you don't see the person that's opening the door because you're under yeah. the covers. Yeah, yeah. But, but you're, like, so naive and, like, new to the world and stuff. Like, at the time, I didn't experience sleep paralysis, you know? Now, if somebody's watching me at my door, like, sleep... I'd get scared as fuck because I don't know who... You know, I mean... It could be it could be a sleep paralysis. That's thing. a good it point. Could. I've never. Well, I don't think I don't ever think I've experienced it. Have you? Yeah. Okay. How is it? Like, explain it to me. Like, what happened? Man, it's. <laughs> I take a deep breath because it's, <clears throat> it's kind of scary sometimes. But I mean, you just kind of feel frozen. You just like. Uh, I remember the first time I experienced it. I was sleeping on like my side, and. Uh. I felt like something in my room and I just couldn't move. Like I, I was like, I felt like I was awake, but I just couldn't move. And I remember I was just like trying to rock my body as hard as fuck, like to try to wake up. And I just couldn't. And then eventually I like fucking rolled over and then I was out of it. But yeah, I mean, that was just one experience. But yeah, sometimes it's really sometimes it feels pretty heavy. You know, luckily I go to sleep drunk all the time. So if it is there, I'm just saying, bitch, fucking, what are you going to do? <laughs> you want to fucking fight me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drunk as hell trying to fight a demon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, if you get really good at fighting demons drunk, I mean, that's a, that's a skill right there. Yeah, dude, I think that's a, that's a whole story of berserk, actually. I feel like that's why I drink, just to fight my demons, you know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna show him who's boss. Today. I, I gotta get ready. I think I'm afraid. Of Have you ever fought your demon sober? It's boring. Yeah. You know? No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not fun at all. No, it's not no. fun. No, but when you're drunk, then you're just like, oh, come on. Yeah, I've been waiting to use yeah. this sword I bought at the Renaissance <laughs> Festival on something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like the the what you just said, like uh, paralysis demon. Like, is that a is that a thing? I don't know. The sleep paralysis demon. I I don't know. Uh, I say that just to fuck around or whatever, but I have no idea. Cause I, okay, so I think I'd rather not know. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Cause like okay, so I used to live in a. I mean, Halloween just passed, but I used to live in a house and it was haunted. 
Like, there was this one time where my mom was redecorating the house, so she took out the floors, and she was trying to put in uh, wood, wood flooring, right? They took out the tiles. So in the, the middle of the process, I came home, and it's dark. I open the door. I go in first. I go near the hallway because that's where the light switch was, and I look to my left before I turn it on, and I see this, like, image of a big, like, dog with red eyes, like a demon dog. And I could see it going like, <sighs> then I turn, I was like, what the fuck? I turned to my right, turned the light on and I look back and it's gone. It wasn't even there. And then I told my mom and dad, they're like, oh no, you're crazy. It's probably all in your head. And I was like, no, something's happening. Then I heard my mom tell me this story about how she was in her bed one night. It was dark uh, and she just couldn't move. And then she was looking at the front door while she was in bed, just stuck, and saw this big image staring at her, like big, big monster just staring at her. And she said she felt like she couldn't move. And I was like, what the fuck? Bro, that is some of the spookiest shit I've ever heard, bro. But that is like a common thing or like a, uh, I listen to like scary stories before I go to bed. And uh, there, there's a like, uh, a lot of like creepy pastas or like stories on Reddit about those demon dogs. Really? Yeah, I don't really know what they are exactly, but I mean, it seems to be like a common thing. That sounds like a pretty cool like team the, name. The demon dogs. Demon dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, yeah, uh, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, what was I watching last night? Oh, dude, I was watching. Uh, maybe this is a little off track, but it's about dogs, I guess. I was watching uh, the DMX's performance at. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, dude, it was like this crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, now that I think about it, I went down like a DMX like rabbit hole yesterday. But it was him performing at uh, Woodstock. Fucking like ninety nine, I think. Most of my life, man, I've been listening to DMX. Yeah, oh, I love DMX, bro, and. I don't know if you ever seen that video or his performance at that fucking which one? Uh, Woodstock '99. No, I haven't seen that. Dude, one. it looks so crazy. You probably seen like clips of it because like sometimes they'll, they'll go viral. But um, maybe, dude, it was like just a sea of people, and he's just up there barking, dude, just like making dog <laughs> noises. I'm like, dude, and he just, yeah, that was. And like, they're loving it, and they love Fans it. Fans are loving dude, it, dude. People are going yeah. crazy, dude. In that video, they're. You know, I guess there's some loopholes you could get through YouTube, but you could just see uh, just naked people just fucking going crazy to some DMX with like other hundreds of thousands of people. Bro, there's so many people, but there was like some crazy DMX stories. There was this one that I heard. Uh, they were saying this guy, he, uh, this rapper used to live down the block from him. And uh, one day he goes outside and he sees DMX like battle rapping on the corner. Uh-huh. And he's with this dog. Like he has like this big ass pit bull. And he's, like, rapping, you know, he's doing his thing. And then, uh, like, on cue, he says, like, my dogs will get you or something like that. And his dog starts growling at the guy he's battle rapping. Oh. He's like, nah, mama, I got him. And then everybody just goes crazy. And I like, Can you imagine that? Can you imagine being in sync with your dog like that? Oh, bro. Or maybe he trained the dog to do that. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe he's just, you know, yeah. some real alpha shit. That's, that's some real that's shit. the leader of the pack. No, right that there. dog is smart, though, too, to hear that and go like, yeah. like, damn. Yeah. Yeah, how many times did they, re- did they rehearse that? Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. 
Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, there was this one story I was like, like you said on Instagram, you see reels and stuff. Like I was, it was Jay Z talking about DMX, right? And Jay Z was saying like he saw DMX go up before him and how amazing his show was, and he's like, I gotta go up after that, you know? Because DMX was amazing. Yeah. Dude, I used to listen to when I was a kid. Just, I, I would start like growling and shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, he had the whole world doing that. He had the God. whole world making dog noises. Uh, it's crazy. Dude, did you ever watch that movie uh, Cradle to the Grave? Yes. With him and Jet Li. Jet Li. Yeah. Yes, yes, dude, yes. There's, there's like a scene where he like runs up the wall in Tim's. I'm like, dude, how strong is DMX? <laughs> That scene is legendary. <laughs> Dude, he ran. That was so unnecessary, though. That scene is unnecessary as hell. But I'm just like, I'm glad they did it, though. Right. <laughs> the world needed this. Yeah. No, I used to try to run, like, try running up walls as a kid all the time. That's just something I really wanted to get good at. But oh, like what? Just, just running up walls and jumping off of them, or what? No, just like I just wanted to like learn how to run on walls. Like I don't know, like FIFA Street stuff, you know. There's wires for that. Yeah. I just, I don't know, dude. I just wanted to defy physics so bad as a kid. <laughs> well, uh, what's that thing that's called? Uh, where people just free run all over the place now? Parkour. Parkour, yeah. yeah. Or free running. I think free running, like yeah. That's it, it, You could do that now, basically, yeah. kind of. Yeah, dude. I you tried know? doing that at Discovery Green. Uh, they used to have these, uh, like, meetups with, like, parkour stuff, dude. But, you know, I didn't stick with it because it was just a little too scary. Uh, because I mean, if you fall, like you usually you know, fucking fall on your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's part of the reason why I don't do yeah. it because I know I'll bust my ass. I know gravity's against me. Yeah, <laughs> always. It'd always. be a cool thing to learn, though. Like it'd be cool to. Yeah, because so, I've I've seen some videos where like dudes are getting uh, these guys are getting chased by cops or whatever, and they just go through different places to get away from them. Yeah. That would be a good skill. Have you ever been chased by cops before? Like on foot? <laughs> on foot? No. No. No, no, no. I haven't, have never been <laughs> chased by cops before on foot. You just knocked on wood. Yeah. Just, dude, it's actually one of the most fun things. It, it's Getting chased by cops? Oh, dude, it's so fun. <laughs> I don't think so. Dude, it's exhilarating, bro. Okay, from the from an adrenaline standpoint, yes, There's I agree with like you. It. But from an actual running from the cop standpoint, no, I cannot yeah. be with that. But yeah, I get it. I right, get with the, it. like if you didn't have to deal with the consequences, obviously, yeah, it'd be fun as yeah, fuck. Yeah, I could dude. see how almost getting shot is <laughs> yeah. exhilarating. Oh, uh, dude, uh, like, yeah, it's happened to me like a, a couple times where I like ran on foot. I mean, I was a kid. I was like in high school and shit. But um, dude, I never ran that fast before. I got chased in the woods one time by cops. <clears throat> dude, I felt like I was just. Superhuman. I was just like breaking branches and like jumping over stuff and ducking under. Okay, were you that kid where the cops roll in immediately? Like, what? What are you guys doing? You just start running. Uh yeah. You were that kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a whole bunch of weed on me. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. But we were skipping school and like the cops fucking found or pulled up at a stop sign where the woods ended and it was like four guys in fucking three XL black shirts. You know, just looking yeah. like we're up to no good. Some little hoodlums. And, uh, yeah, dude, I remember I just ran. They didn't catch me. They didn't catch... I mean, they... Did they catch any of your friends? Yeah, they all... the people that you were with. Oh, yeah, they put them all in a cop car. They were all, like, crammed in a cop car. It was, like, four guys in the back of a cop car. Except for you. Uh, well, they found me later. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> That's how I know all my friends were in the in the back because then they stuffed me and it was five guys in the back of that what little the ass. I thought you got away. Nah, I I ran away. They didn't catch me like on the foot race. I beat them on the foot race. Okay, but uh, no, they caught me. Um, dude, I wasn't wearing anything that could camouflage in the woods at all. And uh, one of my friends called me. I remember, I had a sidekick at the time. Uh, oh yeah, I remember those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend called me, and he used to live down the street. He's like, "Hey, bitch, you better fucking hide. Like they're looking for you, bro. There's a bunch of cops. They're looking for you, whatever." And I'm just like, "Damn, for real." And at the end of those woods, it was just a factory. It was like, and I was like, "Bro, I could try to get over the fence of the factory, but they probably have security there. And if I go inside, I'm probably not gonna make it out. So fuck it, I'll just hide." And uh, I like folded myself like a fucking lawn chair. And just, like, try to cover myself in leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Going full camo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, felt like I was, like, fighting a predator or something, dude. Um, but, uh, yeah, eventually I started seeing, like, blue shirts in in the woods. And they're like, oh, man, we think you got away. And then they actually walk past me. And I'm like, dude, I think I got away. Like, Hopefully they don't find me on the way back. But on the way back, this cop just saw me. And I got scared because I was like, bro, this guy. How did he see you? Were you just, like. Here, like yeah. laying down with your eyes closed. Yeah, yeah. No, I had my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> dirt on your face, eyes closed, <laughs> just covered in leaves, bro. <laughs> Some little Jordans are poking out of the leaves. <laughs> Why did you take your shoes off, dude? I, man, I was just so afraid. I didn't know what to do. Oh my god! Uh, and uh, this big ass cop like walks over towards me. And I was afraid because I was like, dude, he's going to tackle the fuck out of me, tase me, shoot me, whatever. I don't know what he's going to do to me. He just stood, like, towered over me, laughed, and was like, hey, he's right here. (laughs) (laughs) And he just picks me up by my big-ass shirt. And, um, you know, I see all the other cops, and he's just like, hey, man, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you you know there's snakes out here, right? Like, you know, you could, something bad, like, because we were by a bayou. And he was like, dude, like, what the fuck? You know, it's dangerous. I was just like, oh, man, I don't know. All right, well, you got me. And then he walks me out of the woods, and there's, like, fucking 10 patrol vehicles. Uh, Yeah, it was crazy. But it felt kind of cool. It felt like my street rep went up a little bit. Yeah, I could yeah. see that. Yeah, what, yeah. what did your friends say after, or the people that you were with? Dude, it was so funny. We, uh, <laughs> They put us all in this in this cop, in the back of this cop car, and they're reading everyone, like, all right, dude, well, you got a clean record. We're going to let you go. You actually got in trouble for so-and-so. We may or may not let you go, whatever. And they're, like, telling everybody. Eventually, they let everyone go except, like, my fat homie. Like, he was fat as fuck, dude. And um, they're just like, hey, man, can you run? (laughs) Yeah. The cops? Yeah, the cops saw him. (laughs) (laughs) What year was this? Uh, This was 2011. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and the cops, yeah, dude, they were just fucking with them. They're like, can you run? And my homie's just like, yeah, yeah, I can run, yeah, yeah. And uh, they're just like, okay, we're going to take these handcuffs off. We're going to give you 10 seconds. If you don't make it out of, like, our line of sight, we're going to take you in. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it was so funny. <laughs> this was the funniest shit, like one of the funniest moments I ever had. Like, cause, like, just I li- love it though. Dude, this is funny as fuck. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, living in the hood though, like, you see shit like that all the time, yeah. but it's so normal that it's not 
funny until you look, you know, until you maybe have a different perspective on it later on. It's but, normal now. Oh, back then it was normal. Yeah, it was yeah. normal. It was just like, but yeah. Just, now you see it and you're like, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, like it was hilarious. But they, they, they're just like, <laughs> we're going to uncuff you. We're going to give you these 10 <laughs> seconds. So they uncuff him. He gets in this running stance. And uh, they're just like, all right, 10. And then he takes off. He th- He's not moving fast at all. They didn't even count. They were just laughing. <laughs> Dude, it was so funny. Oh, it's so funny. So they let all my friends go except me because I ran from them. My friends didn't run from them. I ran from them. So they ended up taking me Teaching in. Teaching you a lesson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Deal with your problems. Like, yeah. you know, don't run away from your problems. Because <laughs> they'll find you and take you to jail. <laughs> what do you, uh, did they make you take a mugshot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They processed Did me. Did you have dirt on your face and leaves and stuff? Too? No, I was all. <laughs> it looked like Rambo. <laughs> um, no, dude, they. Dude, and it was just like a lot of fucked up things that happened on the way up there. I guess it wasn't that bad, honestly. It was pretty funny. But um, they left all my shit on the front of the cop car. And they drove off with it. They didn't. They forgot that my shit was like, you know, they they search you. They, like what? Like your wallet, phone. My phone, wallet. Um, which was all I had at fifteen. <laughs> Wait, you you also said you had weed, right? Yeah, I threw it away. They didn't catch me. Ah, for the weed. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I ran, well, that's what you should have done. You should have ran throughout the weed and then you know got caught. Yeah, sorry guys. Yeah. Damn, that would have been okay. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. I know, but it was, it makes for a funny fucking story. They left your shit there? Yeah, and then my phone, or on top of the cop car, and then whenever they drove off, they hit the freeway, and then they remembered that my shit was on the (laughs) hood. Dude, and then, but they were so cool that they, and these phones were made of bricks back then. Yeah, they were strong. Fucking phone fell off on the freeway. They circled around, came back, and they actually found my phone and my wallet there. They pieced it together. They just put the battery in, and then... That was it. I got to keep my stuff, and then... You got lucky. Yeah. yeah. No, I did. They were cool, though. They were cool. They were just telling me, like, yeah, we used to be crazy kids like you back in the day. Maybe you'll change sometime, but if you don't, we'll see you again. Yeah. In a couple years in the academy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dog, I was thinking about this. If I was a cop nowadays, I'd be dirty as fuck. Like, immediately I would be dirty. I wouldn't care. Like, I've seen movies and stuff. This is real life. Bad guys win. Yeah. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to take some money. I'm going to get yeah. some money off the tape. <laughs> I'm going to win no matter what. Fuck this. Yeah. If I'm being a cop, I'm doing it all the way. <laughs> <laughs> the training day sequel would be about your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, look, I feel like training day is a great movie. Obviously, you know, uh, Denzel Washington, Ethan Hawke, they mm-hmm. did amazing performances, right? They had amazing performances. But like, it's not like that. It's a, it's a movie, but it is kind of similar to that because they had like some moments where they were talking to the gang members and uh, Denzel knew Spanish. Yeah, like he, like I like how they made his character because like he was he was a man of the people, but he got corrupted down the line. Yeah, you know, because he used to be a man of, uh, of other people, mm-hmm. and the, the reason why he lives uh, where the bloods are is because they're not gonna fuck with the cop. That's where you're the most protected from yeah. everybody else. And who's ever in there? They know who the fuck he is. He runs. He runs that shit, you know. And f- the reason why I love Training Day is because it doesn't just show uh, Ethan Hawke's character Hoyt his graduation to becoming a detective, but it also shows uh, Denzel's you know fall 
Yeah. Yeah, no, that was that was really cool. I mean, um <clears throat> I never really thought about it like that, but yeah, they um uh not till you mention it now, like just how why did they know him? You know, because of course she was, you know, in the neighborhood probably uh you know, I guess doing his job properly at okay, one Okay, so this is this is what I want. I want to write like a uh training day 2, but I want to write I want to write a prequel. And I want the prequel to kind of be Denzel's character as Ethan talked like this guy who loves, you know, his family is does anything for the for the, you know, the badge for the city like whatever, right? He's a cop through and through, but something happens. Something changes him. And then that's who be, who we get Alonzo, you know? Yeah. Officer Alonzo now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would be a great prequel to see what the fuck made him evil or turn yeah. him onto the other side. That would be really cool. Yeah, just seeing him in, like, actually, like, police. Yeah, like, being the, the yeah. nice, clean-cut, right. good guy, does everything by the book and stuff like that, but something happened. Something changed him. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, no, that that would that's a that's a pretty good edit. Write that down, dude. <laughs> edit that out of this. So oh can... yeah, right. Oh my god, I've been wanting to see that prequel. But th- here's the thing: if if somebody does actually make that, it needs to be fucking good. Because Training Day was an amazing movie. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be referenced for for a Forever. very long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, through and through. I mean, it's not just a cult classic. It is a great movie. Yeah, you know. And I've always been interested in, in, in movies and, uh, of that nature, like, you know, crime dramas and stuff like that, action yeah. dramas. Dude, have you, uh, this is making me think of that movie End of Watch. Have you ever seen End of Watch with Jake oh. Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena? I think I have. Dude, that movie is so fucking good, bro, that it's uh, it's just pretty much... Jake like, Gyllenhaal is a great actor. Also, Michael Pena is fucking good, too. Yeah. Oh, dude, you, if you haven't seen that, bro, you got to watch that movie, bro. I it's, think I've seen it. Oh, are they going through the hood, and they're going to different houses, and they're getting shot at? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, that, Oh, that movie was fucking amazing, bro. that bro. movie is... Oh, dog. <sighs> I know. It makes me feel like I'm really there. And End like, of I, Watch. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it makes me... Uh, you're talking Jake about Jake Gyllenhaal's character. He's a fucking ignorant asshole. He's like he's like almost racist, right? Damn, I don't remember that. I don't. Uh, not I don't think so. Not too much. Like he like he fucks with his partner like in a way about you know being like oh, was that quinceañeras that and stuff. Are you talking about Nightcrawler? No, Nightcrawler's a different different one. No. Okay, I Jarhead maybe. Jarhead, well, Jarhead's different. Jarhead was a really good movie, mm-hmm. but like it also like I was introduced to it at a time when I was younger because my mom's boyfriend at the time was a marine, so he was like, "You got to see this movie." And when I saw Jake Gyllenhaal, I was like thrown away because he's amazing. Donnie Darko, yeah, that's another great. Yeah, oh, dude, that's probably yeah. that's probably my favorite. No, he will always be remembered for playing Mysterio in Spider Man Two. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he did that. He did that. Uh, I forgot he did that. That's oh, shit. Uh, Make your money. Fuck it, man. Yeah. I don't care. But he's also done some amazing movies, too. Oh, man. dude. Yeah, don't even get Critical me started. Critical acclaim. Yeah, don't even get me started with Donnie Darko. I, yeah. Uh, dude, every time I watch it, I'm like, that movie's about me. <laughs> 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 no, I, I just really love that movie, though. It just... Um, and I, honestly, and I didn't even watch it till like, maybe, like, a year ago or two years ago. Really? I never... Just yeah. recently? Yeah, I know, like, it's always talked about and stuff. I just never... <clears throat> and until I got like HBO Max or something, I was like, yeah, I'll watch it. Dude, now I just keep it on sometimes in my room. And just do push ups <laughs> and just listen. <laughs> or, you know, kind of, you know, I'm in and out or whatever. But. 
You probably got a bunny suit in the corner too, just laying there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna dress up as that for Halloween, but I was like, no, I want to be silly. I, be, <laughs> I don't want people to be like, oh, this guy's from the future or whatever. Yeah. But that, that's a great, like, do what you want to do. Yeah. Why? Why do you care what other people think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I feel like I don't, but you know. No, but you then, do. Like we all do. do. We right, all do. Yeah. As as a human being, we all like most of us. There are some fucking sociopaths out there that do not give a fuck. Yeah, they have very no yeah. self awareness at all. Yeah. But like being empathetic is an important value too. Yeah. You know, especially like when we do stand up, we have to be empathetic to when we tell a bad joke and like we, we we're self aware in the moment. We know we said it, they know we said it, and then you gotta move on and be like, Okay, fuck it, you know? Yeah. But like doing it on purpose, like it's a weird why would you make people uncomfortable on purpose like there's a humor in that i get that there's humor in that there's some some comics that do that but when it when they don't get a laugh and you still do it that's uncomfortable for right like everybody right yeah like you just it's gonna get them next time and it, <laughs> and it doesn't <laughs> it's like man just stop doing that one <laughs> <laughs> I, I well, I find that in myself sometimes too, because I've had jokes that I've told over and over again that don't get the same response. But it's it's that thing. It's like if you do the same thing over and over again the same way and expect a different response, but don't, then that's insanity. Yeah, you know, it's that Einstein quote. Yeah, who said that? George Bush or somebody? No, I think it was this character off of uh, Far Cry. <laughs> dude, yeah. Yeah, we're Michael Mandel's in, character. Yeah, dude, yeah. we're just living in different timelines. Like, I get my information from <laughs> <laughs> video games. Yeah, yeah. No, dude, I, I feel like I've learned a lot through video games, though, dude. Like, I learned how to play baseball through video games. Because you ever played Slugfest? Wait, 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 you learned about base like, like what the positions? Yeah, uh, the players, the, the teams. Oh, I've done that too with like yeah. Madden, FIFA, and all yeah. that. Yeah. Like you don't watch. Maybe you don't watch. No, it no, at no. The time. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, there are some people that watch sports, but not are fanatic. Well, there aren't fanatics about it. They're not like you know as obsessed as as these other guys. I know everybody on the team. They know the fucking the coach. They know the water boy's name. Like they get so specific with it too. And I'm like, why? Who the fuck cares? It's just a game. Yeah. You know, they know I the like cheerleaders' names. Yeah, they know the cheerleaders. <laughs> all these people. They know the, the guy in the office, the ticket sales guy. Yeah. <laughs> knows him by a first name basis yeah. and all that shit. Like, it's it, I get it too because I've learned like uh, football players' names, NFL players' names, you know, f- soccer players' names. Like the Mexican soccer team, I, I saw for FIFA. I learned those people or those players. And U.S. I remember back in the day, Landon Donovan was like. Really, really good. He was yeah. like the hot guy. Like he was the main guy for like the U.S. team, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was like, okay. I didn't really, I didn't really watch the U.S. back then because like soccer was. I like Mexican soccer, La Liga. Yeah, and then I was watching also uh, European soccer leagues, like uh, what is it, the Premier League, the English Premier League, mm-hmm. I was the Italian league, and all all that stuff. So the good guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Uh, you know, Leo Messi. Ronal- I remember Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho back in the yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. And whenever Cristiano Ronaldo got super big, I got I started getting confused because I remember the old Ronaldo, the Brazilian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know? What was his name? It was uh, Ronaldo, yeah. It was just Ronaldo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Number, well, he was like number nine. Number nine, yeah, 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 yeah. He just, like, he had this little puff of hair yeah. right here and everything else was bald. yeah. Ugly motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, dude. I feel like, well, I mean, you ever seen Wayne Rooney? He's not a good looking guy. No, not either, but. 
great great players. players. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But that's the thing. Like that's how you, that's how some guys you know do it. Like they get really good at something because you know they're failing in other things. Yeah, you know, and it just like success is the best aphrodisiac apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, you, you're definitely gonna attract maybe all the things that you want just by not everything that you want, but a lot of most. Things. Yeah, most yeah. things. Cause yeah. you're still ugly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, by the way. These are jokes. If anybody thinks I'm for real, like, goddamn. No, he means it. There's actually. Uh, <laughs> when I walked in earlier, he was throwing darts at ugly people's pictures. <laughs> Carrot top. Yeah. <laughs> Those muscles don't mean shit. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It overcompensates. Sometimes you yeah. overcompensate. I mean, but that's yeah. a, that's a true thing. Even I'm not I'm, okay. I'm gonna, I already I talked about guys. I can talk about women as well. I feel like women overcompensate sometimes too with like makeup or plastic surgery, mm-hmm. you know, or other things like clothing and stuff like that. I like this new day and age because like nowadays. Uh, social media influencers are promoting health and fitness and also other people are like promoting health and fitness back when I was younger then everybody was like fat as fuck they yeah. were, we still are but like even more so back then nobody yeah. gave a shit yeah it's kind of cool to um, see that I don't want to call like fitness like a trend but it, it almost is yeah like, you know I mean there's people that are famous just for having six packs it's and true. like making videos about it, which is cool because like it inspires other people to, you know. I know whenever it comes up on my Instagram, I was like, dude, I'm a fat piece of shit. Like I'm, I'm over here eating canes, like, <laughs> you know, just fucking drinking a whole bunch, and I see these guys just ripped or just people, you know, whatever it is. But anyway, it inspires me to go do some burpees sometimes. Go do some jailhouse workouts in the garage. Jailhouse, what's a jailhouse workout for you? Just bur- a bunch of burpees. Uh. I watch. <laughs> I don't know why I watch this guy on YouTube. I'm like subscribed to his shit. He was like locked up for a while, and he just has like this burpee program, and I just do a bunch of burpees. So burpees work. You like burpees? I like burpees because they're they're like hard as fuck to do. Yeah. Or just you know, like you fuck with burpees. I don't like them. I don't like them. But if I'm you know not feeling good about myself, I'm like yeah, I'm gonna go do some burpees. Okay, so what what about a burpee makes you like? like do you feel accomplished afterwards? Because yeah. like you're feeling the pain and like you're like, oh, I did something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and plus like, it like makes you sweat a whole bunch. It gets me super tired. Um, yeah, I feel like it you makes sound me... like a dog. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go out for a walk. I get really tired. I run fast. <laughs> when I get home, I just go straight to bed. Yeah, I just plop on the floor, get my little <laughs> get my little blanket and go to bed. Uh, but yeah, and I mean, it helps out with that too. And I just like. I don't know, man. I, I mean, it helps me not think about things that I guess maybe I don't want to think about. Yeah, no, just to, like, get it, just to get out of my head for a little bit. I think it's good. Like I've been trying to get back and like I don't know if you see the bench. Yeah, dude. No, when I came in here, I <laughs> wanted to. I was like, let me get a few reps in before. Oh, we'll get some reps in yeah, after this. All right, yeah, that's a hundred. I want to see if you can bench that. Oh, dude! If you didn't know this yeah. about me, I actually bench press a thousand pounds for a warm up set. Really? No, I'm joking. <laughs> should have went with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, it wasn't believable yeah. at first. That was that's why the really, but like you should have just went with it. <laughs> uh, dude, I I used to go work out with like this really. His, my my friend was like super fucking buff. Uh, I don't know what happened to him now, but um. Uh, anyway, he we would we would go work out in this like uh, 
don't know if you've ever been to like one of those gyms. It's just, it, I'm pretty sure it has asbestos. Or how do you pronounce? Is it asbestos? Asbestos, whatever. Asbestos. As, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like it's just a shitty gym. It's just like fucked up. There's like nothing. Why you gotta talk shit about my place? No, man? I'm not. I'm using my hand. <laughs> 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 I saw your face and I was moving my head. I'm like, no, I'm not talking about your place. I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. No, just this gym was just like, it just like littered with shit. And um, just big motherfuckers would go in there and work out. And I'd just walk in like, oh, I was the biggest guy. Um, but I wasn't. Anyway, I don't even know why I brought that up, really. Well, you just walked in going like, yeah. I'm yeah, I was like, dude, put, everybody. Yeah, I was like, dude, put three plates on this thing. I'm about to... <laughs> <laughs> Knowing I couldn't, I'm sorry. Right, 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 whatever. <laughs> I get what I just imagined was a fat guy at a buffet saying, hey, "Put three plates on this right now," <laughs> and it's just an overload of orange chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh, Chinese food's so good. Chinese food. Oh, I love that. What do you get? What? What's your? Uh... Oh, okay, so it changed. It's changed over time, but uh, orange chicken is always good. Mm-hmm. Mongolian beef. Beef and broccoli always. A oh, I love beef and broccoli. Beef and broccoli. Hits. That's my shit. Yeah. So like, uh, I'm, 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 I love that. I yeah. love Chinese food. Oh, dude, it's <clears> so good. Uh, sesame chicken's really good. Yeah. General So's chicken's really good. General So's, yeah, love that place. Uh, yeah, dude, there's a lot of good stuff, man. I live in Northside now, and there's actually, I mean, I've never really been around there too much, but uh. They got some good food out there. They have like a lot of like Asian restaurants around there. Pretty good. Really? Yeah. So what what kind of food do you like the most? Like that you eat all the time, usually. Oh man. Uh. Probably Chinese food. Honestly, I. Yeah, I think just Chinese food. Really, dude. I even like uh, I'll look up recipes on like how to make like bok choy like at home. I don't know if that's Chinese food or not. But uh, bok choy is a vegetable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have so you how do you prepare it or what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With like, um, just have you ever had it like at a Chinese restaurant? Or I've whatever? had bok choy. Yeah, yeah. I'll just like make it, try to make it like that at home. Yeah. Um, I'll make like fried rice at home all the time. Uh, yeah, dude. I'll make yeah, like chicken teriyaki. I know that's not Chinese. Oh, I think that's Japanese. Japanese, yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, I love chicken teriyaki too. I guess just Asian cuisines of so that sort. If we're talking about teriyaki, so I had uh, some beef the other day. I put it inside a bag, a plastic bag. Then I put this teriyaki seasoning, like a marinade. And I made uh, tacos, beef Ooh. teriyaki tacos. They hit. Dude, that sounds fucking good. Yo, I didn't think about I, I just had the tortillas, and I was just like, I'm Mexican. How can I do that? Yeah, dude. <laughs> do that, something with this. Man, that sounds super good. Uh, I was at, um, you ever been to Bonchon? Is that the wing place? Or uh, I think they have wings there, dude. Honestly, I don't even know what it was. We we uh, I was booked on a show there, and uh, Bonchon. I don't think I've ever been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a, I would say it's in like Midtown. Um, I've, I've, I've heard of it because I live around here. Like I I've seen it. I just never been. Yeah, dude. They had these. Uh, oh man, I I was I was I was pretty hammered when this happened, but. Uh, I ordered some tacos from there. They were like, man, they weren't teriyaki tacos. Oh, they were like Korean barbecue tacos, bro. It just, it blew my mind because I, me, I was just like, nah, I only eat, like this uh, is blasphemy. You know? <laughs> but nah, they were bon good as hell. Sean. 
Oh, it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay. I might have to try that out. Yeah, man. It's not too bad. Have you ever been to uh, one of those... Um, uh, damn, what is it? It's like a Japanese... Man, I'm so... I can't remember, dude. Oh, fuck. Well, you cook the meat yourself, like, in front of you? Oh, hibachi. I don't know if it... Is hibachi whenever yeah. they cook it? Whenever they cook, yeah, that's, that's oh, okay. a hibachi grill. Yeah. This one gives you 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 can cook it yourself. Like you could order. Oh, the meat. Uh, barbecue Japanese barbecue. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's, like Korean barbecue kind of. Yeah, yeah, where you yeah, cook yeah. it yourself. Yeah. yeah, dude, that was probably some of the best food I've ever had. Uh, really? And I forgot where this place was at. It was actually really close. Have to you ever had hot pot? Mm. Okay, so uh, there's some places in Houston that specifically is. It's basically it's a big pot of soup. And then you just put whatever meat in there or whatever, and you just, like, cook it like that. So it's kind of the same thing, but with, like, soups. Yeah. Like, you just make one big soup in yeah. there. Yeah. Damn, that's perfect <sighs> for the cold weather, bro. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah okay. but no, I love food, though. I love I love food, too. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Food's great. But I wanted to ask, so what's your experience uh, going back to comedy? Mm-hmm. So you've been doing it for your anniversary, I got that right now. Anniversary yeah. uh-huh. is in April. What's your experience from when you started to now? Can you tell me? Because I'll tell you my experience and then you tell me yours, okay? Yeah. So when I first started comedy, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know how to write a joke. I didn't know how to perform on stage. I, When I got on stage, I was always scared and timid and anxious and stuff like that. But over time, I just kept you know, doing it and doing it and facing that fear of public speaking. And then it got to a point where I'm like, okay, so now that I got that down, I need to learn how to write jokes. Once I learned how to write jokes, I like worked on my delivery, like everything. It just t- it took me a lot of time. Is that the same experience for you where you're, you're just learning these things about yourself? It's like, okay, I need to work on this. Then you do that. Then you find another goal and just keep getting better at that. Or did you think like, oh, I'm going to get famous off of this. I'm going to have a lot of money and, you know, know a lot of people and this or that. Like what was your, you know, reaction to it? Perception. Uh- yeah, I th- I think uh no, I never really had those th- thoughts about like uh about like oh this is this is like the way this is how I come up. Like I never really had that thought really come to mind. I I was just doing it just uh just cuz I enjoyed it and like it, it was like so scary. It's like it's terrifying like uh yeah, it is. Like looking out into people and they're like yawning at your set or they're just like looking at you they yawned at you oh i mean i've seen people just make stupid faces or yawn or like just leave (laughs) you know whatever you know just walking people it's like the worst feeling ever i would rather them leave than yawn (laughs) yeah oh dude i'm pretty sure i'll put some people to sleep before yeah Yeah, with the like choking Uh, (laughs) with my words (laughs) not laughing let me chuck you out come on (laughs) bjj in this bitch right Dude, no, I'm, I, I used my words to put them to sleep. I was like Jigglypuff, just fucking singing <laughs> people to sleep. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, I guess I guess to answer your question, um, how it's like changed. Um, I don't really know, man. I don't know. I just kept like just going and showing up and just seeing what I could uh, work on, like what worked, what didn't work. You know, at the beginning, it's just shit. Everything doesn't work. Uh, and I was like trying to do like stories or whatever. I was like, yeah, I'm a storyteller guy. And then I was like, all right, well maybe I'll be high energy and then, or maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do that. And like every night I was just trying something different. Um, uh, and just seeing, I guess what felt like natural. It felt 
Like your uh, voice. What your voice was is or what was it yeah. going to be, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like like your voice changes all the time. Mm-hmm. Just because when you find a certain thing that works doesn't mean that's going to be you forever, you know? Yeah. And I, I'm a stubborn guy. I'm the type of guy when everybody thinks something is cool, I'll go, no, that's not cool. I'll just go the opposite immediately. So when somebody labels me as something, it's like, oh, this guy does this. I have to be like, okay, fuck that. Let me go do something else now. Let me do something different. Let me break the mold. Let me get uncomfortable again. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm really good at this one thing and everybody's saying it, that's, I'm getting comfortable. You know? I don't know why. I'm just like that. I just I just don't want to be labeled as something. I just want to be myself always. Yeah. Just break the mold. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like a similar way too when like people are just like, oh, you only do fucking butt jokes or yeah. whatever. Uh, it's like, all right, I, I can do something else. You know, or I'll, I'll try. I'll, I would say I'll try something else. Or uh, no, I'll, I'll do something else. I yeah. won't, I'll, that's the difference. You'll yeah. say I'll try. I'll say now, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I feel like a similar way. Where like I guess, uh, I guess I just want to be like like uh, uh, vers- versatile. Versatile. You yeah. know, just be able to do different things. I feel like me right now. I am versatile in the ways like I can crowd work. I can do material. I can I can riff, I can just like fuck around if something just happens, I can just make it, you know, funny, but uh these past couple months I've taken some time into myself and just to like figure out who I am, what I like. Cuz for the most part, I would always just go off of whatever everybody else did. You know, like my friends, my core group, I just did what they did. I just copied their opinions, their stuff and like I never really accepted myself for who I was, you know? So these past couple months I was just like, who is Joe? What is he like? You know, and I kept hearing this thing. I was like, oh, yeah, he's this next comic coming up. He's he's a great crowd worker. And I'm just like, what? And it's like, yeah, this guy's great at crowd work. And I'm like, why the fuck? Are you? OK, these people are saying I'm good at this. That's a good thing. Except that, except that people are giving you the flowers, you know, and and just say that, hey, you're good at this. But I also want to work on the material. I feel like that's the most important thing for me or that's what I like to do the most. I'll say that. I like to write. I like to write jokes. I write jokes all the time. But, like, being able to be in the moment is a different skill. Like, being able to just be in the moment, make something up, or just go along with somebody, that is a skill in and of itself as well. Yeah. Yeah, and that keeps it fun. Uh, yeah. That I mean, because, like, um, I feel like when I first started, the thought of something interrupting me or, like, a heckler or a weird noise in the crowd or, like, a fucking Amber Alert going off, was like a recipe for disaster to me. Like, I just fucking hit the panic button quick because now people don't give a fuck about the material. They want you to address this thing that just happened in the room. But that's what you have to do. Yeah. As a comedian, you have to address what's happening in the moment. Right. Yeah, when I first started, that was, oh, man, I I just couldn't deal with it. And now I I think I um, have experienced it enough to where, like, uh, to me, that's fun. You know, like I, I, I want to see where this thing can go and if, if it can actually get a laugh or just um, well, that's where I find the the separation between open micer and comic because open micers are what you described, what you were before is with like scared. They don't know what the fuck is going to happen. If something happens, it just throws them off. But a real comic knows just to be funny, you know, with whatever is in front of them, whatever the situation, just be funny mm-hmm. always. And yeah. that's that's also easier said than done as well because there are so many situations that i've been in 
where I've tried the crowd work and stuff and bombed. Yeah. And then just it made it worse and made the room more uncomfortable. <laughs> and afterwards, I'm just like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> what did yeah. I do? Dude. You know, there was this one time uh, I was at Axelrad, right? And I was in a situation where this lady brought her kid, her her daughter. She was like maybe five or six, right? And you shouldn't bring kids to a comedy show, especially if it's late at night, if it's after night. Don't don't bring kids to comedy shows, right? So I'm talking to the child, the kid, the little girl, and I'm just cracking jokes with her. I'm like, do you know Cocoa Melon? She's like, yeah. And then the mom was like, what's Cocoa Melon? I was like, do you not know what your kids are watching? Are you a horrible mother? She gets mad immediately, right? She starts yelling back at me. And she's like, I'm not a stereotype. Fuck you. I'm not a stereotype. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> I was also talking about my dad. And I was like, do you know your dad? And I was like, I don't know my dad. And I, I, cracking, like, I know my dad, but it was like trying to crack jokes and stuff like that, trying to get him back. But she's like, I'm not a fucking stereotype. And then after she left... And I was like, God damn, man, fuck those kids. And then the whole crowd started going, fuck those kids, fuck those kids, fuck those kids. <laughs> Dude, that is a glorious moment, I'm sure. <laughs> I was being funny the whole time. Like, people were laughing. It's just she was not having yeah. it, you know. But when she left, everybody started cheering, going like, ah, fuck those kids. And I was just like, what the fuck? How did I do that? Yeah. There's some moments that you just look back and you're like, I got lucky because that could have been way worse. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And I mean, I, I really enjoy just things off the cuff like that or even um, watching it from like, you know, we, we see each other perform pretty often. So like a lot of us know uh, if we're uh, telling jokes. Right. Yeah. Or even like the material in general, like we just like we yeah. have heard this joke, like, you know, set amount of times or whatever. Um, and to me, I guess sometimes seeing a comic just go off the cuff and riff or do crowd work or whatever, uh, it's so, I guess, refreshing in a way, um, to where like, I almost feel like an audience member rather than like a comic on yes. the side. Just like now I'm just like, oh yeah, no, this motherfucker's funny. Like yeah. this guy is legit. Cause he's taking you out of it and yeah. you do it all the time. Yeah. So like, cause I, I can be kind of jaded with stand up Cause like when I watch somebody, I've heard. Dave Chappelle describe it as like you're watching uh, somebody fucking your girl and you're just like, I could fuck her better though. Yeah. Like I, I, I feel that sometimes, you know, when somebody's yeah. bombing and I'm just like, come on, like get the fuck off stage. What are you doing? You're bombing right now. But when somebody can just bring me in and like you said, have me forget about everything else and just be like, oh my God, that's hilarious. That's a beautiful thing. Like yeah. Trey Tutson. I don't know what it is about Trey, but every time I see him, I get excited. Yeah, I'm too. like, what's he about to say? Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it always feels... Uh, yeah, I never know what he's about to say. And every time he does say something, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that is... Uh, it's a great, either great point, just really funny, personable. Like, like it's just all of it, man. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I think he does. Yeah. yeah. To me, that's like a, that's like a great example of someone who uh takes you out of or like you know you uh i, I feel like an audience member when i when i see yeah i love sure. i love that moment yeah when it just takes you out and just like you and it's good to i like being a part of the audience and just laughing with you know with whatever's going on because mm -hmm. like uh don't get me wrong like i've seen I, I watch comedy but now it's it's to a point where like i'm always critiquing either myself or i'm listening to somebody else tell their joke and i'm just like okay can I get to the joke faster? Okay. Oh, that's a terrible premise. 
oh, that joke, not funny. Boom. You know, and it turned that, turned it off. Just turn that off and just be in the show. Yeah. Yeah, just appreciate it for what it is. You know, it's like it's it's honestly, uh, I think about this all the time. Uh, just like how grateful I am that I get to laugh a whole bunch. Because one time I asked myself that question, like before doing comedy, I was like, "When's the last time I really laughed like hard as fuck?" Other than being in high school. Yo, I've had that thought before. Yeah, and I and it used to make me sad. It used to like I was like, man, I don't laugh that hard anymore. Like nothing makes me. I could watch a funny movie. I uh, get a few chuckles. I could watch like whatever. See, here's the thing: it's it is harder to find those moments when you get older because, like, when you're younger, you have a lot of time. You can hang out with people. Usually, when I was younger, it was the best times. I was just hanging out with friends, bullshit, and great laughs, right? But I've also learned that I can do that for myself. Though I can make myself laugh that hard too. Yeah. Like that's that's another thing because like. I feel like most people don't laugh a lot in their everyday life now. No, no, I don't. I don't think so. And I think I was one of those people at one point um, or like I did it. I did. And then it stopped for like a while. And then not until I started doing comedy now. Um, dude, I've just been so like happy that I just get to fucking laugh my ass off almost every day. <laughs> Either I get to see like a silly post that somebody put up yeah. uh, a group chat shit um, or I could go. There's fun. There's always fun. Around. Yeah, there's always yeah. fun, dude. And it's, and you know, I even fucking get to laugh while I'm on stage because some funny shit just happened or I just said something stupid, and the way people react to. It. And anyway, it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great. That's a look. You love doing this, right? Mm-hmm. I I love doing. It. I see that you care about this and that you love just having the way you have fun on stage. It's just it's awesome. You know, but like, <sighs> this is the point of the show where I'm just like, I forget. What the f- okay. What was I about to say? I did too many drugs. I did, uh, I, I think, yeah, dude. No I think way. I've done too many drugs in my life, I think, because like, or drank too much. Because like, this happened the other day where I was just like trying to talk to somebody and then I lost it. Yeah. You know what they call that, right, Joe? What? That's early onset dementia right there. Fuck. Dude. Is that for real? Uh, no, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're fucking with me. <laughs> oh, man. That would be quiet if I just, like, start just forgetting everything. Oh, dude. Yeah. That is, like... Oh, bro. Just the thought yeah. of that is so... Oh, bro. Yeah, it's so okay. sad. Oh, wait. I got, I got my point <laughs> back. Okay, I got okay, my okay, point okay. back. Okay, okay. We're about to go down something. Okay. All right. Go. Sorry. Uh, yeah, just having... Just watching you have so much fun on stage is great, but you also have to understand, like... After you get off stage, you're going back to your regular life. You know, you got job, you got, you know, house, relationships and stuff like that. And it's hard. It's hard. But the fact that you still are finding something that's keeping you interested and having fun and just loving your life, that's good. that's a good thing to have. Yeah. You know, even if it, for some people, it's a hobby. For some people, it's a career, you know. It's it's good. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's uh. Man, I don't know. I I can't. Yeah, I just feel like I'm just obsessed with like just doing comedy, um, and I don't. And then also just having also like the community of people that you end up meeting. Like in the beginning, you don't know anyone because I guess like a lot of people just. I mean, you see people go in and out all the time, like and you you kind of don't want to form a relationship every six months. Yeah. yeah, or every like year, there's always an influx of new open micers. Yeah, and then yeah. there's fucking two two left standing or whatever. Uh, well, that's what happens. Yeah. I mean. 
because like some people are i'm pretty sure some people are delusional and they're like oh no i'm gonna do this and things are gonna happen and everything's gonna be great and then when they actually see how difficult it is they're just like i'm gonna stop oh bro it's i feel like comedy snatched my like heart out of my chest before where it just hurts so bad you know it's just like dude i can't believe i just yes but that's because you're letting it Mm -hmm. get to you like that what i've realized over the years is just like you're gonna need that at first it hurts but over the years you know you you get a scar and it like heals over yeah and over the years it's gonna go away but you're you know that scar is still there and that's just reminding you of all these fucking lonely nights hard nights you know at these open mics there's like two people and yeah, yeah. It, you'll understand later on. It, it, it'll it help you. But, like, at this point, I know it's hard. Yeah, dude. It, even, like, with shows, it's, uh, like, bombing on... I feel like open mics, I've kind of almost gotten over that. Like, to me, it's just, like, a funny story to tell. Like, damn, I just fucking bombed fucking in front of two people. Nobody gave a fuck. Whatever. Um, but with shows, yeah, and I bomb... Oh, dude, that one hurts. Just because... I don't know. I don't know if I, like... So... For shows, I feel like the problem with a lot of open micers when they're trying to transition into like you know becoming professional comedians is like you, you a lot of these guys. I don't not you. I'm not saying you, but a lot of from what I've seen, this is my perception. It looks like they're just trying to like they're trying to tell their jokes and they're trying to be the funniest or whatever. But if you're on a showcase like a local showcase with like six other like five other comics and the host, just ride the wave. It's not about at that point when you're just trying to get your feet in. It's not about trying to be the funniest guy. It's about being able to just handle everything together at the same time. Yeah. You know, just being consistent is the most important thing. Right. And being able to ride the wave, whoever it is, coming up before you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's an important thing because uh, sometimes it is intimidating when you're just like, damn, I had to follow somebody who fucking murders all yeah, the time. I just murdered. How um, the hell am I going to follow this? Yeah, and of course you're not going to probably, um, you know, surpass them. But if you could hang with yes. the rest of the lineup then that's that's a win right there exactly uh, as long as you don't bomb yeah you're good yeah 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 dude yeah but no bombing yeah. bombing uh at a show is yeah it's hard it's oh hard to man accept. i can't even make eye contact with people like usually like if i you know do a set uh, like once you get off stage you're just looking at the ground the whole time just yeah like, oh, get just, away from me and then you feel their judgment hitting you you're just yeah. like oh get away get away don't yeah. look at me don't look at me i know i, I bombed i know i bombed yeah no it's the worst and somebody's like <laughs> Wasn't that bad? Yeah. Oh, bro. Bitch, yes, it was. Yeah, don't tell me that at all. Like, hey, man, you'll get him next time. I'm like, bro, fuck. And then the crazy thing is, it probably won't be a next time after that. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what I like about comedy is, like, uh, there there are these, like, really fucking, like. Critical e- moments. Yeah, or just like this, yeah. where your ego is just, like, stripped down to, like, you, you just, uh, sometimes, you know, bombing, sometimes I feel, like, less of a person. I'm just like, oh. Cause I'm letting it fuck with me, but um, yeah, it's all in your head. Cause like, think about it. a regular, if a regular person just goes up, okay, you, you are feeling that way because you care so much. If there was a person that didn't care and just bombed and got off stage and like, eh, whatever, fuck it. Nobody would give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most of the shit's in your head anyway. Like, yeah. you know, everyone's thinking about their own interactions or like their own thoughts and their own. Uh, yeah. I don't, I, it's uh, what I've heard this before is like, nobody's thinking of you as much as you think they are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which I think is like an important lesson to learn. Yeah, nobody um, gives a fuck about you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're over there about to go home. They're fucking, you know, going through a divorce right now. And you're over here thinking that they care about you bombing for 10 minutes talking about your dick on stage. 
Nah, they don't go. Yeah. It's funny, though. Like, it, it is funny for us to think that, though. Like, they care about us so much. They're yeah. just like, oh, I forgot to talk about the right <laughs> nut. <laughs> <laughs> they won't know right. my genius. It's yeah. just like, nobody cares. Yeah, dude. These are all just jokes. This is all for entertainment. Yeah. It's, it's stand-up, all for entertainment. This podcast, entertainment, you know. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I still have a life that I need to, you know, live. Yeah. And, yeah. It, like, it also scares me, too. Like, I, I hope... Some like I get some type of like success or whatever, right? Later on, where I can have a whole bunch of people watch me, but at that point, I, I it scares me too because I don't know how I'm going to react when I lose my anonymity. Because that's that's something that I I love about myself. Like nobody knows me, nobody bothers me. People leave me like I'm, I'm nobody right now, and I like that. I've lived all the, all my life like that. But then once you become famous, you have to sacrifice that. Yeah, yeah, dude. I was just thinking about that before I came over here. I was watching a, an interview. Um, I don't know if you know who Steve Lacey is. Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, I was watching some uh, some reels on him where he's just like talking shit to the audience. Oh it's yeah, so funny. Yeah, yeah. During uh, so funny. yeah, they don't know the words. To his yeah, show <laughs> y'all coming to my show. Y'all don't even know the words. Did I'm you like, see, <laughs> did you see when he broke that person's camera? <laughs> like, give me a phone. Give me a phone. Yeah. And the fucking security just hands it to him. Yeah. <laughs> He just spikes it into the ground, bro. Boom! I wish I knew. See, I respect that because he doesn't give a fuck. I get that behavior. He's a young guy, too. I just found out he's like 24. Yeah, he's young. Yeah. He's young. He makes some really good music. Man, his his fucking... His music is amazing. But uh, he was talking about, like... They asked him, how does he feel about, like, the newfound fame? And he's like, well, I guess it's, like, a hard to get... It's hard to get used to that because... You know, you enjoy your privacy, you know, and then whenever you do blow up, you don't have that anymore. You can't really do normal shit anymore without people bothering you or for pictures or autographs or whatever. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that that must be like such a hard transition to make, like when you kind of transition from like just being kind of like a local artist or whatever, you know, people in the city know you. But even at that point, you know, you could still go grocery shopping. Nobody's going to bother you. But it, okay, it also depends on the people. Mm-hmm. If we're going to be quite honest, it's like we put that on them. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just like, why are we bothering them? And like, I, I hate how some people are like, oh, you're famous. You're supposed to do this. No, you're not supposed to do it. No, they're human beings, too. We're all human beings. If I was that, I would just be like, hey, not right now. And then they would get mad, probably. They'd be like, ah. Oh. You're an asshole. Yeah, now you're an asshole because I, I am busy with my life yeah. at that moment. And I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, I wonder how you maintain that. Yeah, you have to be of service to everybody. Yeah. And that's a hard thing. Yeah, I wonder how you maintain that anonymity. Is that the word? Anonymity. Yeah. Anonymity. Um, yeah. I don't know anniversary, but I know yeah. that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder how you, like, m- maintain that. Because I would say, like, Frank Ocean probably does a pretty good job of, like, staying out of the public view. But he's fucking famous as hell. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, he's he's doing it the smart way, just yeah. staying out of everything, right. not doing anything, not talking to anybody. Yeah, and just being really good at what he does. Yeah, I mean, but you can we can do that too. Yeah, I mean, it's just I I feel like the people who chase that are like chasing a, a different type of high. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I wonder how it feels. Um, I wonder how it feels. Uh, 
like you, you work so hard to get something like imagine like you just murdered in like uh, a theater or something you know fucking standing ovation everything is yeah, fucking awesome destroyed. yeah and yeah. then you get off stage you probably hang out for a bit you kind of bathe in it you know uh, and then you go home and That's now it. maybe you go home to I don't know uh, whatever it is that makes you feel good if you want to go home alone or with with a partner or if you already have a partner maybe y'all aren't happy maybe y'all are happy whatever like you're still dealing with normal shit like uh i guess i'm afraid of like constantly chasing that high because it feels great whenever you do on stage like there's like nothing like that feeling here's here's the thing man with your being afraid is understandable i'm afraid of it too but like this is also the thing that we're doing to like, you know, for the rest of our lives, hopefully like a career and it can mess up relationships. No lie. I've heard, I've heard a lot of comics talking about like, you know, divorce and Mm -hmm. like breaking up or whatever. Like it just, it just happens. Cause like in a relationship, it's 50, 50, you know, and a lot of women or a lot of partners can't handle the fact that their partner loves this a lot more than they love, you know, being in the relationship yeah. or caring about certain things. That's that's where it sucks. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's up to us as the individual and just be like, okay, I'm doing this, but I also have to take care of everything else too. Yeah, make sure you water everything that you... Yeah, care taking about. care of your basic needs too, you know, because yeah. wash yourself, comics, okay? Yeah. Take showers, <laughs> please. Wear take, some nice colognes. Wear nice colognes. Like hey, <laughs> use antibiotics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drink a kombucha <laughs> once, dude. <laughs> They don't taste that bad. You drink IPAs at the bar all the yeah. time. Drink a kombucha. Because <laughs> the real thing is, like we, we because of this lifestyle, we don't take care of ourselves as much as we should. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. I, I don't think it's... Um, I mean, you're out late as fuck. We're at bars all the time. Uh, you know, I mean, I like drinking. Same. I, I enjoy it. Um, sometimes I definitely overdo it, though. Uh and then, you know, whenever I'm, you know, a little buzzed, Whataburger sounds great. Shit, that was uh, me the other night. <laughs> I just wake up just covered in a triple meat, like half eaten, dude. Just like, just bags, like little wrappers everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just gasp because there's ketchup all over the place. I'm like, <gasps> thinking it's blood at first, but it's just fucking <laughs> spicy ketchup all over. <laughs> Who's fucking makeup is this? <laughs> it's just ketchup, bro. <laughs> But yeah, no, I think it is hard to take care of yourself and like, um, even, even like, I I think we're around so much noise that it's good to have like quiet time. Cause like, I mean, I feel like I'm, I've never been this social with people of before comedy. I was like, usually just by myself. Same. Like I never, dude, I, 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 I definitely was like, just like my own best friend. Like I'd fucking go out everywhere by myself, just get high as fuck and go. Go to the museum. Go. Okay, here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with that. It's no, fine. If you if you know if you can deal with yourself and you love yourself and you know like, hey, if you're comfortable with who you are in the world and confident, fine. But if if you want to hang out with people, that's cool too. Like everybody does what they want. I feel like the introverts get hit the hardest because of the fact that we're lonely so much, you know. Yeah. And it's just like you don't understand. I, I sometimes I have way more fun. Just being at home doing what I want to do than being out with some random, you know, idiots or whatever. Yeah. Or like with my friends when they're like super drunk and we're just talking the same bullshit. What'd you do last week? I don't know what you do last week. And yeah. it just it it gets repetitive after a while. Right. Yeah, dude. Like uh 
Yeah, I like being alone. I'm just like, ah, uh, in public, I feel like I can't dance stupid like I would in my room. Or, <laughs> you know. Um, you can, you just go to jail after. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. you get an assault charge, bro. <laughs> uh, Indecent exposure. <laughs> well, I'm just doing my Nike dance. <laughs> I can't dance anymore. <laughs> my Nike uh, dance. Yeah. <laughs> God, you got a name for uh, it and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that's my thing, dude. Um, I feel like most guys' naked dance is just standing in front of a mirror in the bathroom naked and just flapping their doing dick. the helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's every yeah. man's naked dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah no, that's a that's a that's a it's a good time. Yeah. But um, yeah, dude, I, I've never been like this social. Um, so I definitely like look for my, uh, just quiet time, you know, like with like meditation and stuff. Uh, I'll go walk, go walk in the park or just even just fucking just hang out alone and just play like Ghost of Tushima or something. Oh, that's fun. I like that's a good game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'll try to do to, I guess, balance that stuff out because otherwise, dude, like if I'm just constantly like surrounded by like noise or just being out all the time, I get it just drains the fuck out of me same i get drained a lot yeah i mean but like this is don't get me wrong i i feel like you and i have converted ourselves from just being introverts to being like introvert extrovert like i think it's called ambivert ambivert yes yes that's right and i like being an ambivert but I also, like, it, it's good. It's good. I get my time where I go to shows, I go to bars, I go to open mics, hang out with my, get the social in. But then I can also just be with, by myself and just, you know, relax. And I feel like that's, that, that's, that's a hard thing, too, when you're in a relationship. Because, like, if the other person doesn't coincide with it or doesn't understand, like, that you need your time it, and they want to be with you all the time, it kind of, like, causes a strain in the relationship, yeah, you know? For sure. Yeah, dude. Uh yeah, it definitely will. And, like, most people won't understand the fact that um, you need this balance. Yeah. You know, in order for you to be, like, I guess, fully present in that relationship. Uh, because then, you know, if you're not balancing things out properly, then you're just constantly uh, wanting that alone time while you're with someone, which isn't fair to either person. That's, yeah, and that's a hard thing, too, yeah. for the other person. Yeah, that, yeah. that got me thinking the other day. I was just like, I should not do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's like... It's I mean, like you know those relationships where, like, either the girlfriend is on the couch and a dude's playing video games, they're in the same room, but they don't say anything to each other? Yeah. That's a weird... That's weird, too. You think that's weird? Uh, I think it's I, fun. Like, I like it, but... It, no, I'm saying it's... it's it's. I get it, yeah. but it's also... It's a weird thing as well, if you think about it generally. Right. Where you're just sitting in the same room, not saying anything to each other. Yeah. Just like... But you are enjoying each other's company still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. like, I like, I like doing that. Uh, I like doing that sometimes, or I, I enjoy that. But yeah, I see what you mean. It is just like no, I like uh, it. Trust me, yeah. we're not talking. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> but the whole idea of oh, it is gotta hear about your day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm well, who, do you, who do you hate now? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. No, I love, I yeah. love conversation. But uh, it's, it's like I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I feel I'm, I'm the exact same way. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like, yeah, I like, I like, I, I definitely enjoy my alone time. Which I guess, I guess to go back to that other stuff, like 
uh, with us like just getting busier and busier, uh, would that alone time even be? Would that be like a realistic thing that you can do as you're getting busier and busier? No, that's the thing. Like you have yeah. to sacrifice that. Going right? back to the anonymity, losing that you're you're losing you lose yourself a little bit. Yeah, maybe a sense of yourself, maybe a perception, maybe you know just alone time, but you lose it. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's what sucks too. But that's why I feel like I get why some celebrities go crazy. Because yeah. you don't want to give it up. You don't want to give up the anonymity. You don't want to give up who you are. You know, yeah. and it's hard when it just gets taken away from you. I feel, but there are those people that love it and thrive in it, you know. But uh, regular people, I feel like it's hard. It's hard for us to, or introverts. I feel like it's hard for us when we put ourselves in a spotlight. Yeah. And it just changes everything. You're just like, I like it, but it's a little hot. Let me move over here, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like sometimes maybe you don't even know what you're, like, signing up for. Um, I, I guess in a way you... That, actually, that's a very good point. When I first started stand-up, I didn't know what I was signing up for. I thought I was just going to go on stage and tell jokes to strangers, and that was it. I, I, that That's what it was, but that's not what it is now anymore. Now it's like there's social media, you know. There's branding. There's merchandise. You gotta, and you're in front of crowds now. You're in a, Yeah. Like legitimate crowds. What are you trying to say? It never, was never in front of a crowd. No, no, I'm saying like when you start as an open micer. <laughs> oh, I'm saying like starting as an open micer, like you know, you're, no, you're still in front of crowds. It's just it's the it's type. Okay, though. so a room, an open mic room, the feeling for it is different than a show, right? But there are some open mics in Houston. I, I can only speak of Houston specifically that uh, do feel like a show. Like I've said this before, Rudyard's. Yeah. Rudyard's is not a, a regular open mic. That's not a regular It feels open mic like it's a showcase. It's usually like packed on a Monday. Which yeah. Is crazy. It's one of those places that's been around for a while, and that's the spot. So it's just like, if you're talking about a place like Leon's, Leon's is an open mic. Yeah. Like that's where I go to work out, you know, jokes, try out some bullshit, just have fun and, you know, fuck around. Yeah. That's that's a talk cool to place. comics or whatever. Talk to comics, yeah. yeah. Brass Tap is another place. Just fuck around, but like, a lot of open micers don't realize that. A lot of people that are trying to get into this, they don't understand. Like, when you put yourself in the spotlight too early, that's a problem, because people are gonna remember what you gave them at that moment. You know who you were, everything, and they're already gonna judge you in a certain way or have a certain perception. It's like, oh, that guy sucks. Not gonna book them. Boom. That's it. Everybody remembers the first time they see you. After that, it's hard to change their perception of you. Yeah, yeah. The first impression is always the hardest to make. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's long lasting. You know, there's. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Sometimes I'm I'm afraid of that because kind of like that chopping block kind of thing. Or I've ha- I've had that feeling like before. I'm just like, dude. Yeah. If this doesn't go well. Uh, they're gonna hate me. You know, they're they're. <laughs> I'm not gonna get booked on this show ever again. You know, if it goes bad, it's probably not true. But it is right. a thought. Yeah, it's a definitely. It is a thought. I've had that before too. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, if I bomb on here, they're never gonna have me. Mm-hmm. And like, sure, they won't have you for the next like couple weeks or months or whatever. But if you do keep to it, if you do stay in it, you'll get better eventually. And then when you come back to it. You'll kill that crowd, and you're gonna be like, "Damn, I can't believe it! I bombed last time, but I did great this time." Yeah. That's progress. Do you have clips of the first time you were doing stand up? <sighs> They've been burned <laughs> and deleted. 
<laughs> Dude, I, I okay, so I don't have any clips, but there's a video online on Facebook of me doing stand up the first time. And that was a set where I did good, but when I listened to it, I was just like, I could see the green. You know, I could see how I wasn't developed and I I couldn't really deliver a joke well or whatever. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's it's a it's a pretty cool thing like going back and uh dude, I was so skinny when I first started doing comedy. <laughs> I was like I was like 135, just fucking super tiny. But yeah, I mean, dude, it's Yeah, I feel like, you know, once you dedicate like so much time to comedy, like you you kind of other things um when you, you know, put too much into it and it's not giving back what you want it to give then that's that's important to like don't stop doing it just don't do it as much yeah you know do you do you think uh do you think first starting off you should be going as many open mics as possible or should you just go when you're just like see i'm a crazy motherfucker i was going on mics every goddamn night i was doing it like almost seven days a week i lost jobs because of it <laughs> It's getting fucked up on a bar tab. Yeah, I got, oh my God. I just, I wasted a lot of money. I just get drunk and high all the time. It's just like, I would recommend, if I were to go back and tell some, like, tell myself, I'm like, hey, get a nine to five. Make sure your money's good. Make sure you have enough to eat. Make sure you have shelter and all that. And then start doing it as much as you can. If you're able to, do it like five times a week. If not, two to three is fine. You know, do five to seven if you can, two to three, that's fine. Do one a week at least. If you can just do one, it's fine. You, it's all about the person, you know, because this is a, it's a marathon. It's not a race. Yeah. It's about your progress and how much you care about it and how much you want to do it. The reason why I put myself in those positions is because I cared about it so much. But I was also not thinking about, like, you know, the money. I wasn't thinking about, like, the future. I wasn't thinking about a lot of things. Like, now I'm fine right now, but it took me a while to get to this point to understand everything. I was a dumb kid, and I was just, like, I didn't realize, like, I wasn't good with money, you know? And I I, I just started moving it by myself, and I just went through a whole bunch of stuff. But it took me a while to figure it out. But figure out your financials first, and then after that, do what you can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but uh, this is what I was doing. I was going out every night. I was like doing at least two to three open mics, and I was bombing a lot. So think about the first uh, impression. I give a lot of people a bad first impression, okay? And uh, I'll say it's a good and a bad thing. It's a good thing because all that experience made me into like who I am today. Like I'm just like I don't care if I bomb anymore. Like I'm just doing. I'll do a brand new joke if I want to. If I want to fuck around, I can. If I can crowd work, I can do that. Jokes, whatever, boom. I, I'm versatile, but it, it, I bombed a lot to get to this point, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just constantly like getting tested just to boom, see, boom, putting yourself in an yeah. uncomfortable situation. Yeah, and just throwing yourself in the fire every night. It sucks. It it it, it does something to you mentally too. I'm not. I, I am better and worse than I was when I started. I've had the same thought about myself. I'm better in some things, but worse in others. Mm-hmm. you know and it's a weird it's a weird thing to understand yeah yeah i I definitely feel like um uh, i don't want to say like comedy's like hardened me or anything but i feel 
Um, because of comedy, I have a two incher now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a call to click. <laughs> uh, man, I, I don't, I don't really know uh, how to explain it, but I guess I was like more sensitive before doing comedy. Uh, now I'm, I'm still like sensitive to stuff, but like, I feel like comedy is so cutthroat, and other comics are so fucking mean to each other. Uh, it's not everybody, but there no, are not, some like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I know, I know, and it sucks. Okay, so that's the, that's the biggest thing that fucks me up too, because like when I was come, I feel like your group now, your generation that, that's coming up, is nicer to each other than they were to me when when I started. Mm-hmm. You know, back then when I started, they were fucking assholes. They would tell us we suck to our face, yeah, like all the time. But I feel like that made me better. In a way, it's bullying, yeah, but that bullying was just like, no, they're right. I need to get better. I need to write better. I need to do something different. It instilled in me, and it's just like, yeah, nothing's ever going to be good. Always try to work on what you got. Uh, the joke's never done. You know, you can always do something. Yeah. But with some of these other guys, I don't see that. You know, all I see is like them having a good time, yeah, but the material is where it's supposed to shine the most. Mm-hmm. And it... it don't get me wrong. There's some funny, funny guys like they're coming up right now, but from the guys from when I was younger, like they they're killing it now. Like Carrie Bird and Rike, yeah. Like this, we started around. The, they're fucking killing it. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, there's got to be something where you you got to see in yourself as like, hey, am I really doing this because I just as a hobby, or am I really committed to this? Yeah. You know, it's and that's something you have to figure out yourself. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I think that's why you see so many people fall in and out of it, um, you know, because it's just like constantly just test. I mean, it's fucking hard, dude. It's Yeah, you get tested every day. And like you said, it's not just on stage, but off stage, too, with people talking shit and just, yeah. you know, and th- that's part of it, too, which sucks. Because going back, I thought comedy was just me going on stage and telling jokes. And if it was, I'd be fucking killing it right now. But no, there's a social aspect that goes with it. It's working with people, you know. It's also there's also a business. Like you, once you get to a certain point, you understand. Oh, they don't care about you, the comic or the individual. They just want to know how many people you can bring to a show, mm-hmm. how many butts you can put in seats. And then that's when you start to understand. It's like, oh, they don't give a shit about any of us. Yeah, we're all replaceable. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's uh, yeah. There's so much more that, other than just like writing and performing jokes. It's uh, which which is like that's the best part though. That's the best part of it, but then you also have this other side to deal with, and you have to understand that world. It took it's taken me a while to understand that other world and the social aspect. And I mean, you're probably better at talking to people than I am, but it took me a minute to actually like learn how to talk to uh, people in just different settings. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm still like, uh, I-, I would say I'm like pretty shy. I guess it's kind of weird to say when you're 27 years old. I'm a shy 27-year-old. Everybody's, um, everybody could be shy. It doesn't matter the age. Yeah, yeah. I guess, like, it just, you know, you never hear, like, a 70-year-old be like, eh, hey, I'm kind of a shy old man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, when does that go away? When does yeah. fucking being shy go away? But, uh, yeah, I would say... Well, when you're 70, is it still cute? No, but I don't think it's cute at 27 either. <laughs> Speak up. <laughs> say what's on your mind. <laughs> is that something that you feel like, like you're too shy? Uh, depending on like where I'm at, you know, uh, like at my job, um, I'm like pretty reserved and like pretty cool, calm and collective over there. Collect whatever. Anyway, I'm, I'm pretty chill over there. And this guy, me and this guy were having a conversation 
And um, he's like, so what do you what do you do in your spare time? I was like, oh, you know, just uh, do like jujitsu sometimes, and like I do stand up comedy too. And he's like, stand up comedy, really? Is it like dry humor? Because like you're pretty like calm, like you're pretty chill. And my I don't think I don't think my comedy is dry humor at all. Um, it's like sometimes it's like high energy, but uh, anyway, damn, why did I bring that up? Um, you exaggerate about a being lot. shy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's asking you about uh, you do stand up. Oh yeah, is it dry humor? Uh, I think it was just about being shy. I don't. Okay. Fuck, I don't know. I forgot where. You got early onset dementia too. Oh, okay, dude, we both got it. As soon as you step into this, uh, into this right here, it just it, it starts setting in. <laughs> Fucking clocks ticking. <laughs> clocks ticking before we forget everything. Um. But yeah, oh, anyway, I guess yeah. just well, about you're talking being shy, to your like, coworker, you're shy, and it's like, oh, you do stand up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, just to go back to like just being in the scene, like you, you have to make those uh, connections with people. Like you have to, I guess, form relationships with others. Um, and and sometimes it's cool. Sometimes it's fucking, it's lovely. Like meeting some of these interesting fucking weird people who talk about their dick at midnight. Well, from know? what I've heard from like. Just being in this business, it's being able to hang, being able to be cool and just hang out. That's one of the most important things. That's how you get. A but that's that's just comedy. That's everything in life. That's in every aspect. If as long as you're cool and just able to hang, you'll get by. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. Don't be fucking weird. Don't be weird. Don't, don't be asking weird questions. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll be good. You know. Um. <laughs> I mean, but like also we're comics too. We're weird. Most of us have something about us that's weird or a quirk or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like, we're always gonna be weird. That's why. That's why we do stand up is because there's something different about us. Yeah, you know. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, but most of the times, I feel like it's fun. But I've definitely encountered some people who are just like, "Bro, what's what's wrong with you? Leave me alone." Um, I've said that to you. No, no, no. I'm I'm thinking that about oh. some like. Uh, you know, oh, some random dude. Like, some, oh no, no, no. There's some weird motherfuckers. Yeah, no. There. There's some randoms. Yeah. Fucking. I think I I say weird in like the cute sense. Like I'm cute weird. Yeah. But like weird, weird. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's like a, yeah. a, a cool weird, and then the cool weird. Yeah. And then there's weird, which is like, bro, get the fuck away from me. Like you're you're cramping my style over here. You're making people think we're actually friends. Yeah. You got Dahmers and shit, and like yeah. That's that's yeah. That's weird, weird. Yeah. Have you ever encountered anything dangerous? Uh, there was this one situation. I was working security, and this dude had two girls like in his arms, just walking down the street. And it was a dangerous neighborhood near like two ninety dance one. And somebody came up behind him and just shot like right next to his ear. The guy falls to the ground. The dude with the gun runs off with the girls. They all run together, and I was just like, "Okay, that was a." They got him. Fuck. And like that happened. I remember the first time I learned about like. New Year's in the hood was kind of fun and scary at the same time because at midnight, they start shooting in the air. Like, yeah, it's crazy. You never know people had that artillery. These motherfuckers. Yeah. I was like, how long, how much do they have? How many bullets do they have? I was like, what the fuck? So they were shooting for like two hours straight from like 12 to two. Just boom, boom, boom. The whole hour too. The whole hour. And I got scared too because what about if a bullet, you know, comes down and like hits me or whatever. Oh, it's happened. Yeah, it's, it's happened. happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, dude. No, that's how it was like in my neighborhood too. Um, just people shooting a whole bunch. Uh yeah, I also worked security for a while. I think one of the most dangerous things I encountered working security, um I was uh working like at a gated community 
and I was like, had like my company truck parked out in the front, and I would check people in the gated community, and um, it's fucking, it's like one or two in the morning. I'm over there eating like chow mein, you know, just being the worst security guard ever, just dozing off. And some little kid comes running from out of one of those big ass houses. It was in a rich neighborhood, by the way. It's like fucking down Memorial Drive, like big ass fucking houses. And this kid comes running out, and he's like, uh, "My dad's inside. Uh, he's on medication, and he has a knife to my mom." And I'm just like, "What the fuck, dude? I was 18 years old, uh, super tiny, scrawny. This was like before jujitsu shit." So I definitely had no chance. I didn't have a weapon. All I had was a company work phone. And uh, I didn't know what to do, man. I didn't know Call what to do. Call the police. Yeah, no. The, they, he, he was on the phone with the cops. Oh. And I called the cops, too. Um, but he's like, man, you, you got to help me. You got to help me. So I was, like, running towards the house. And I was like, what, what, what am I going to do? And then, luckily, I don't even know if I would have gone inside the house. But the cops, I see the lights, like, behind me. And the cops fucking get out and you know, rush inside the house or whatever. They arrested the guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was on some sort of fucking medication. I don't know what it was, but yeah. PCP. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call it out there. <laughs> Imagine if I had tried to fight a guy with PCP and, uh, and a knife. I would have fucking died. Man. I would have died that night. You I would have died, died for $12 an hour. Fuck that. Uh, trust me, that's why I quit. I, was, I realized, I was like, they don't give a fuck about me. And I don't get any health benefit, like nothing. No benefits, no whatever. Fuck this. I'm not risking my life for that. No. What's a, what's like a crazy security guard story you got? I got a whole bunch. I got a whole bunch of crazy security guard stories. Uh, I'll tell you the first time. Because I've tried to tell this story before, but I guess I was like too high with Enrique. Yeah. And it just went like all over the <laughs> place. Because like, that's, it's like, we have this other podcast that we started. Shout out Fajita Fiesta Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just me and him. It's just a duo podcast, and we just because like whenever we get together, we're just having fun all the time. And I was just like, why don't we just record this? And he was like, yeah, why don't we like? And we just started doing it, and it's been fun. Like, uh, but so I used to work uh security and near the north side of airline, forty five and airline, right? And I remember the first day I started because my mom used to work security. She got me into it, and she was a badass though. Like she would beat. Bigger men than her up, like fuck them up and stuff like that. And they would all talk about my mom. He's like, "Oh, you're so and so, son." Okay, like they they hyped it up, like they put her on a pedestal. So I, at that moment, I was like, "I can't be a bitch now." Fuck, I got to do my job, because I just wanted to just be lazy and not do shit. Because I was that kind of kid. I was like, I was like, just you know, just didn't give a fuck. So first day, I'm standing at the wall, checking the perimeter. I got the radio. I got a baton, I got handcuffs, I got pepper spray, I got all my shit, right? And it's like two, three hours later, I'm just standing there, and then I see two people, like, arguing or whatever near the bar, and there's pool tables there. They start arguing, da-da-da, then a fight starts. Then I go, fight at the bar, fight at the bar on the radio, run up, grab one of the dudes. My my security team comes up, grabs the other guy, throws him outside. I put the handcuffs on him, boom, 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 sit him down. And then one of my coworkers is like, hey, first day, first arrest. Good job. Later that day, one of my, two of my coworkers are walking down at the bar. And this bar was infested. It was like a hood bar. And like a hood airline. The airline one, the La Pulga on uh, airline, Sabo Domingo. Yeah, the, 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 La Tia Pancha. Yeah, yeah. so that's like ghetto as fuck. And there were a lot of gang members. And I didn't know it at the time. So like these two guys start arguing. One of my coworkers comes up, tries to stop him. Then another dude grabs a beer bottle. Goes behind him and boom, hits him on the head. Security guy falls. We, st- I go in there. I help him out, stop it, boom. 
Go back in the office. The dude is bleeding. Like, he just got hit in the head with a beer bottle. He's bleeding. I look at him. I was like, damn, are you okay? He's like, yeah, man. It happens all the time. And I was just like, what? He's like, yeah, this is how this bar is. And I was like, fuck that. And I stayed there for like a year. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. And I worked <laughs> every other day. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. I was like, I needed the money. But like, it, I also worked not just that one, but I also worked the uh, the one off of uh, 59. The flea market on 59. Trader's Village? No, La Pulga. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, I worked that one too. And then, like, there were a lot of fights there. Yeah. And uh, I heard uh, there was a story. I don't know if it's true or not. But, like, somebody told me that they were, like, they used to start fights on purpose because they were bored because there was nothing happening. So sometimes they would just, like, kick somebody or something. Be like, what? And be like, it was him. And then it would start a fight <laughs> and it stopped. <laughs> I never did that. Just to kill 20 minutes just on the clock. No, it was like gone for hours and they're just like, ah, fuck it. But Dude, I, mean, I, would, I never did that, but I got to get it. You know, it's yeah. boring just yeah. standing there all the time. Oh, dude, yeah. You hardly get any action as a security guard, but when you do, or I guess depending Sexually, where you work too. Out. I don't know why. I just couldn't get laid. <laughs> <laughs> My sewed in badge wasn't getting me any puss, dude. I don't know. What no, doing. I had a gun, too. I, I loved it. I was a level three security, and I had a Glock 22. Nice. No, Glock 23. It was a 40 caliber. Dude, that's sick. Yeah. Dude, I remember uh, I worked I worked a whole bunch of security jobs, like, at one point. Um, uh, I was also a level three security guard, and, like, I, I got into doing security because it was just, like, just, to me, it was just, like, lazy people work. And, like, you don't have to really do much. To, well, depending what you're doing. I wouldn't work at apartment complexes. I wouldn't work. Done that. Those are dangerous as fuck because you get domestic calls, dude. That's dangerous. That's police work, bro. Police police officers don't even know how to do that shit right. Oh, a lot of them. Um, anyway. <laughs> you can't get all the police. Over. Right, yeah. No, <laughs> no say a good portion of them don't. ACAB. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw that like three times on the way over here. Dude. I, was fucking, I was saluting that. I see that everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, What's it called, dude? Oh, um, uh, anyway, I, I ended up getting my level three security license and I had a fucking, had a gun, bought a nine millimeter. Um, and, uh, I saw this guy in front of like this medical office thing and I just asked him, I was like, Hey man, are y'all hiring? He's like, yeah, dude, actually we are. We'll get you in contact with my boss. Probably get you to work in the next day or two. This dude calls me and, uh, he tells me, he's like, yeah, man, I got some work for you on the southwest side of town. I didn't, Ooh. at the time, I didn't know it was what it was over there. That's my hood. Bro, I had no idea. There was like this, me uh, this company was like security at these medical places. I don't even know what you need security at like a doctor for. But this place was like sealed off. It had like barbed wire. It looked, it looked crazy, but I didn't ask any what questions. Part of, what part of the southwest? Dude, I, I don't know. I don't remember what, I've never been back to that side. <laughs> uh Honestly, I have no clue. Hey, the Southwest ain't that bad, okay? There, where Southwest I was at was bad. Okay, where, where you were at, yeah, yeah I don't know where I, you were at. It was obvious because, like, I lived in like a bad area like my whole life, and to me, that going to a bad neighborhood was nothing. Yeah, when you leave a hood and you go to another one, you're like, "This is a hood." I know. Yeah, like, oh, damn, this is <laughs> this is different. This is scarier than mine. <laughs> <laughs> you, you compare hoods. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I went to uh, Edo, uh, Second Ward over there, yeah, that's it's, it's like a little uh, barrio. Yeah, that's where I'm from. Okay, like Second Ward, Magnolia area. That's but I'm I'm past the tracks. Like Second Ward, like it's like deeper, 
towards like the east end, I guess. But okay, yeah. so I went further down the east end. I started eating the tacos over there, and I realized that there was a big difference in the style. So the style that I saw from certain taco trucks in the north side was from southern Mexico, and the style that I saw from uh, the southwest was from northern Mexico. That kind of tripped me out. Damn, I never, no, I never that. pieced that together. Oh well, my dad owned a taco truck and oh, okay. taqueria and all that. Like yeah. he. He was really into it. So as a kid, I kind of like, mm. noticed that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting to me to see that too. Like the type of food that they have there is different a yeah. little bit. Oh, yeah. Everything. I mean, depending on what side of town you go. I mean, even just not even Mexican food. There's like some places where you could find like uh, uh, like African markets. Yeah. You know what but I mean? Uh, like, I'll say this. Second word is an actual barrio. From where I grew up, sure, there were a lot of Hispanics around, but it was mixed because they were like black, Asian. You know, Indian, like there was a huge mix over there. It's all Mexicans. All Hispanics, yeah. Yeah, dude, there's like two Honduran guys and one Salvadorian, dude. It's like all Mexicans. All Mexicans. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, I grew up over there. Um, So, dude, to me, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have, I have like fucking material about, you know, the only time I met people of like other races was like in community college. Like, you know. But, yeah. Because to me, I, dude, all I knew was Mexicans, like. That's that was my whole life till I was like. See, fucking I grew up with Mexican, black, white, like Honduran, Colombian, like everybody was yeah. in the southwest. It was crazy. Yeah. So I always was mixed with culture. The one thing I didn't get enough, which I have a joke about, was white people. And I, I had this joke about where I had a panic attack at the Natural Arts Museum because it was a sea of white people, and I just couldn't handle. It. It's true that actually did happen, yeah. but like. It, it took me a while to realize, like, oh, okay, I just, I just didn't get that type of culture growing up. You yeah, know? yeah, dude. I, I was in that way. I was very, uh, like, closed off to the world. I didn't. Only thing I knew was like, it was. My side of it town. was. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like growing up that way, it did feel nice being around. You know, people that look like you and talk like you. Like, yeah. Uh, but also knowing that there's different people out there was also cool too. It was interesting learning about other people's cultures. Yeah, I almost felt like. Uh, uh, man, I never really thought about this, but you know how, like, you know, you Mother see, like, some racist shit. <laughs> <laughs> this that this that portion right now. I'm about to get real racist. Uh, no, um, uh, fuck, god damn it, um, I lost it. Um, oh yeah, like I almost felt. You know how like babies are like entertained by like small stuff. Like you could fucking put up bubbles, and it's like. You know, they could play with, like, bubbles, and it's so entertaining, and it's... Uh-huh. Whatever. And then you get older, and you're just like, oh, it's just bubbles. It doesn't really matter. It's still entertaining to me, <laughs> goddammit. Still have fun. Still have fun yeah, when no, I play bubbles. Yeah, no, I like the the big one, the, the where you can make, like, really big bubbles. You, <laughs> yeah. you have to sprint. You have to fucking do a 40-yard dash oh, no. to get this Look, thing going. That's how you know when you get older, you see, like, uh, people with bubbles machines. It's like... Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's... that's, that's I want to be that guy. Yeah, it, it'll be weird. I have to have kids around me because if it's just me by myself, then it's weird. Yeah, yeah. You're just at the. You're just at Manila Park. You just, like, <laughs> just blowing bubbles. Yeah. In. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but uh, but yeah, dude. I was like, I, I am thankful for growing up that way because I got to experience. Um, uh, almost felt like I was like oh, just shown something brand new when I was like eighteen. Like I lived like in this little bubble mm-hmm. most of my life, and then when I turned eighteen and like fucking i started going out more and like venturing out to other sides of town i was like damn there's like a there's museums discovering things yeah dude yeah. i felt like i got to like discover things again um 
And that's a cool feeling. Like sometimes I almost wish I could go back to that when things were, when some of these things around the city were brand new to me. Like I remember going to art galleries for the first time being like, damn, this is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. No, I used no, to think no. art was stupid. Hey know? man, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. Art is great. I love art. Yeah. I, well, I just never appreciated it. I had, uh, it I, I live near the Manil and yeah, it's true. I go there all the time. It's true. Like I, I, I've been there a couple times recently, but before that, I didn't think about going there. I was just like, it's a great date spot. You know, you can bring a girl. It's a great spot just to learn about new, whatever, you know, artifacts or paintings that they have at the moment. You know, like that's, it's a great spot. And I was just like, why aren't I taking in, you know, that or anything else around here? Because I do live near downtown and there's so much to do around here. There's a lot of cool stuff where you're at. You're like, but then the introvert comes back, you know, and it's just like, no, nah, just stay home. You're fine. Just Don't spend inside. any money. Yeah. <laughs> just keep playing Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you ever been to the Rothko Chapel? It's like right at the Manila Park. I know what it is. I don't think I have. Dude, I, I remember one <laughs> one time I walked in. It's like it's like a like a little chapel, or I don't really know how to describe it that well. But they're Mark Rothko paintings on the wall, which they're just completely black. They're like these huge canvases. Chapel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a black comedian, famous. <laughs> <laughs> we all know this guy. Like, Chappelle. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, I've been pronouncing it wrong the whole time. I'm pretty sure some people mispronounce his name when he's coming up. Because oh, that happened sure. to me. Like, and I'm pretty sure it might have happened to you. I don't know. But like, when I was coming up, people would always say my name wrong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. Sometimes people forget what my last... Like, they just say my last name completely wrong. Just Danny Guerrero or Danny... Grrr, I don't know. Just something. They Grrr. fucked up. Yeah. Or they just, like, forget my last name. And they're just like, give it up for uh, Danny... Danny. 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 Yeah. Danny. Yeah, Danny. Danny G. Yeah. Give it up for Danny. Um, or I've been called Ricky before. But <laughs> <laughs> just go like que pinche royo Houston, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude. No, people have definitely confused me for Ricky before. Uh, we, you know, they've called him Danny. They've called me Ricky. You guys look nothing alike. I know, right? That's he has a beard. Yeah, yeah. And I'm at least two shades darker than he is. And you aren't you a little bit taller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, you know. <laughs> hey, it's the truth. I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to add insult to injury. <laughs> no, you're, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're taller. Like, he's, like you right, guys yeah, are I so mean, different. Just, yeah, you, you that's see, so messed right? up to say that, though. Yeah, I know. Just everyone's racist. That's the problem. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, I've had that, too. Like, I've been called like, other people's names, too. Yeah. So it's just like, uh Yeah, I mean, it's going to happen. Um, no, it's, just, it's one of those things where, like, uh, they don't care. You don't have enough for them to care about. Like, success-wise, credits or whatever, like, doing something in, or having a show or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's disrespectful. I feel like, as a host, you should at least try to tell people's names or say names correctly. Yeah. Yeah, that's just a, right. That's a respect thing. It's a respect. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You no, know, but I, I've done it, but, like, you know, it's brain farts or whatever. Yeah. But I try to remember people's names. Yeah. You know? And when I don't, I'm just like, fuck. I messed that up. Yeah, That yeah. guy's going to be, oh, that person's going to be mad at me. Right. Like, hey, man, I'm Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Up. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes you, most people I won't even say that. They're just. Because they're assholes. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, ah, whatever, we'll show, show goes on. Yeah. I mean, but this, 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 that's just what it is. So people yeah. don't have the respect. Yeah. 
And I feel like that starts, well, that starts, if you start that up from the bottom when you're first coming up, just having that respect of the craft and everyone else, you know, I feel like that helps you later in any aspect of your life, but it'll also help you later too. Because like, from what I've heard is like people's perception of you in this business is very important. You know, what they think about you, like if you're a good guy, if you can work, if you're consistent and stuff like that, that's all that matters. If you smell good. If you smell good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, trust me, I get compliments all the damn time. Yeah, you always smell really good. Yeah, I try to. No, because I have... Okay, I'll tell you this right now. The reason why I try to smell good all the time is because I don't like smelling bad, and I don't like other people thinking that I smell bad. For I don't for whatever reason, I don't know yeah. why. I, that's a fear of mine, too. I just don't know why. I just hate it. When I was younger, when I was in middle school, I was in class one day, and there was this girl sitting next to me, and all of a sudden she just sprays her perfume everywhere, and I got embarrassed. Oh, man. Dude, I've had... Added, uh, that is embarrassing. Yeah. What Randomly, it's like... Tss, 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 and then you smell it, and you're like, fuck, I smell bad. Yeah, dude. It's fo- it's so funny. I was just thinking about that the other day, too. I'm like, what really traumatized me as that a kid fucked that fucks me up now? But I could... I could Dude, I'm like afraid of fart in public. Well, I mean, I, I think everyone is. I think yeah, everybody should yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually some guys just yeah, letting it rip. <laughs> like, I don't know if this is true, but Nate looks like a guy that just rips it everywhere but doesn't tell anybody. Oh, he definitely does. He, do- <laughs> he definitely does that. <laughs> Yeah, no, and what do you smell it? Oh, my bad, bro. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck you going to tell me? <laughs> yeah, he'll make you taste it. Man. Oh, fuck. I hate, um, uh, what is it called? Uh, crop dusters, man. Oh, it's yeah. Annoying. I've done it a couple of times, but. It, I was it, doing that yesterday, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, crop dusting on the ceiling, yeah. baby. <laughs> Dude, uh, yesterday, um, god damn, I keep losing what I was going to fucking say. Um Fuck, I lost it. I don't remember. I really just had a brain fart right now. Again? Um, yeah, dude, again. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> Two for one now. I'm on one. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Farting. Farting in public. Oh, the thing that made me... Uh, I was like, dude, what what like, what like really traumatized me in elementary school that's uh-huh. like fucks with me to this day? Uh, I remember my mom used to make me pancakes in the morning to take to school for lunch. Really? Yeah. And uh, damn, your mom actually loved you. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all the kids would like you know be eating either sandwiches or the school lunch, um, or lunchables. Uh, and I was over there fucking heating up my pancakes with like a fucking bottle of maple syrup in my lunchbox, and kids would uh, even the teachers would make fun of me. They'd be like, "Oh, he's eating pancakes." And it just really fucked me up for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Why is this? <laughs> it, okay, well, it was in class? Or in no, lunch? like lunch. Like during what lunch. The fu- who the fuck just yells out, oh shit, he's eating pancakes? Yeah, no, that really happened to me, though. That's like, all that, stupid. Yeah, people, kids would just be mean to be mean. For you know? no reason, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, because everyone's eating the hard. same lunch. Like, it's kind of blending in. And then yeah. you see me with the fucking quadruple stack of pancakes. Porn syrup. Okay, and what shit. was your reaction when he yelled at? I was really embarrassed about that. I was just like, "Damn, I'm not like the other kids. Like, why am I not eating the thing that other kids eat?" So now, when I I'm at work, or like even just with other jobs in general, when when it's lunch break, uh-huh. and there's other people in the break room, I'm like, 
ashamed of getting out my lunchbox. Why? And, because it just fucked with me. I'm, I'm afraid that somebody's going to be like, oh, this you know guy's what, eating okay. bold eggs again. You know what you should have done in that situation back in the hindsight? Mm-hmm. You should have been like, yeah, bitch, I'm not broke. Like, you're dumbass. Yeah, dude. In hindsight. Yeah. yeah you know, I you just own it. If you just own it, you're fine. Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, breakfast for lunch goes fucking hard. Bro. Yeah. Are you over there eating a stale-ass Totino's pizza, bitch? Yeah. Yeah. Man, you, you know... You, Going, going back at it, you, you know how to handle it now. But, like, back in the day, like, I'm, as a kid, I I feel like I was very sensitive. So, something that would have happened to me, obviously, yeah. that would have happened to me. And, like, things, little things here and there that I saw throughout my life have affected me. Like, I used to be, like, this really weird kid. I, I haven't grown out of it too much, but, like, I still say some weird shit sometimes. It's just because, like, that's just how I am. I have a dark sense of humor sometimes, and... uh Sometimes, like, I try to filter myself, but sometimes I'll just, like, just throw this out and see what the fuck happens. Yeah. But usually it's always like, why the fuck did you just say that? But then me also, I'm just like, <laughs> you know, I get a little laugh out of it. Because sometimes I need that. Yeah. I'm fucked up. I get it. You're just throwing a pokeball of hate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, not even that. Just, like, either hate or dark weird shit. Yeah. Or, like, shit that's just, like, on, like, that I've seen on the internet that nobody else seen. Or, like, that you shouldn't talk about, like, taboo subjects. Yeah. You know, that's that's the kind of shit that because like I'm I try to be open and honest in most aspects of my life. But I've realized you shouldn't always be, you know, so open because mm-hmm. sometimes people aren't going to reciprocate the same honesty back to you yeah. or they don't want to at that moment. Mm-hmm. And you have to understand it's like, OK, OK, I should pull back right now. Yeah. You know, but then there are all those guys who are like, fuck it. They just fucking go all the way through and just like don't give a shit. Yeah. And that's amazing, too. That's amazing to see. Yeah, yeah, just somebody who uh, is themselves through and through, and yeah. it's not going to change for anybody. And they don't really feel like or fear the repercussions of uh, you know people not fucking with them or whatever. Well, that's what I'm trying to be more. It's just a guy who doesn't give a fuck. But like, I I also feel like if I'm forcing myself to not give a fuck, then and therefore, if I am giving a fuck about something, I'm giving a fuck about not giving a fuck. Yeah. So the whole point for life right now for me is give. A little bit of a fuck. Just take care of yourself, you know, like have every that money, uh, you know, wear not, wear clothes, shower, yeah. <laughs> and shit like that. Just yeah. make sure you're fine yeah. and you're not causing other people problems or, you know, and embarrassing yourself all the time. Yeah, yeah, embarrass yourself sometimes. Sometimes uh, it's fun. Sometimes, sometimes you need to be embarrassed. Yeah. What happens is, especially being comics. Yeah. Like, man, I just really. I overly committed to this act out. Now everyone in the room thinks I'm stupid. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you have to commit to the bit. Yeah. Have you ever committed to a, a bit in real life? Like a, a joke or a lie that you're trying to tell and committed to it? Ah, that shit is embarrassing. Because sometimes I'll forget. Like the next day I see them, I'll forget. And they tell me, I was like, hey, so what about da-da-da? And I'm just like, what are you talking about? They're like, what? And I'm like, shit. Yeah, like, you said you had a family emergency yeah. yesterday. Like, no, what, I was at home. Oh, yeah. About, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Dude, I'm Look, so okay. sad, bro. My grandma's dog died. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or my dog's grandma's. <laughs> Give me some time. Yeah. Give me some time. No, but that, this is like uh, committing to the bit is important. I committed to the bit the other day and it fucked me up. Okay. So I was on stage and somebody, somebody in the audience, in the back, like with the comics where I knew it was, it was a comic. It was a, uh, one of the comics I knew, uh, booed. He was like, boo as a joke. Right. But then this drunk guy in the audience heard him and did the same thing. He was like, boo. 
but then there was music playing and it was playing for like maybe 30 seconds to a minute so i at looking back i was like this is kind of too long to stay with it but fuck it so once the music cut off i just fucking attacked them and i was like come on man you can't fucking do that this and that and then 45 no 30 seconds into that when i was yelling at them i was like this doesn't feel good right now i this is weird but i was like fuck it i'm in it i have to just go all the way through made it worse <laughs> made it completely like I, I went up to uh two comics afterwards i was like hey was that funny they were like no dude that was really weird like you <laughs> and i was like what i was like fuck because <laughs> here's the thing i was trying to be funny yeah when i'm on stage anything that i do or say is just in the guise of trying to be funny but if it, it sometimes it doesn't happen yeah. you know yeah sometimes it could just come off as like you you know uh like we're being mean or mm-hmm. just saying fucked up things or just saying, you know, yeah. whatever the case may be. But, uh, yeah, everything, you you know, everything you do on stage, you hope, you know, gets a laugh. Gets you're, a not, laugh. you're not trying to fucking purposely sabotage. Like, unless you are, then you're a fucking sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, but this is, uh, this has been fun, man. Been yeah, this has been good. Yeah. This has been good. Um, definitely enjoy myself, dude. Uh, do you want to give out your Instagram, Facebook, Twitter? Uh Eagles. yeah, I mean I'm usually just on Instagram, so it's at, at Danny Guerrero underscore. Uh, you'll see show dates and uh yeah, I usually just post all my show dates on like fucking uh my Instagram stories. So if you follow me on there, you'll see that. All right, and uh, do you have any shows coming up? Um, show at Leon's Lounge. Uh, Thursday. Yeah, this Thursday. Those are always really fun. Me and my buddies uh put on a show there. Um, bunch of hacks. Yeah, a bunch of hacks. We yeah. fucking we've been putting on some pretty good shows there. Have good crowds usually. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. Come out, come check it out. Then you guys are also doing a open mic Sundays, right? Uh, we don't run that. That's oh, uh, th- it's just at Leon's Lounge. It's just at Leon's. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, we don't run. We just do the shows there. Yeah, the mic. Okay. No, has, that's yeah. separate. Yeah, it's separate. Okay. Yeah. Good. 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 Uh. You can catch me at the Jocosity, T-H-E-J-O-E-C-O-S-I-T-Y. Uh, that's uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Joe Navarro. I have a show kind of coming up next month. It's called Chill Bro. It's coming back, baby. Chill Bro is back. Uh, it's going to be at the Endeavor Gym, December 3rd, 8 p.m. You can get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Uh, and then uh, you can also follow Houston Laughs on Instagram. You can also follow... Uh, Follow me, follow Danny, you know? Please. <laughs> nah, and uh, this, this has been fun. Also, Axel Rad every Monday, uh, Brass Tap every Thursday. And uh, thank you for coming on, Danny. Thanks for having me, Joe. All right. Well, this has been Unprofoundly Chill. Very chill. Very, very chill. Mm-hmm.